Welcome to Unethical Podcast. Australia doesn't have any. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to change the names now. So um, Australia doesn't like have any serial killers. Like we've had a couple of mass murderers, but no like real good serial killers or anything like that. But I think I think we are cultivating the very first one because let me tell you a story about a little fifteen year old. Like you specifically? Like you specifically? No, not me specifically. Okay, not Australia. Ah, uh, you don't know that Australia. for sure. Yeah, well, so there is a 15-year-old who works in a place that I know about. (laughs) No, I never said that. There's a a 15-year-old who works uh, somewhere and he has done a series of things that lead me to believe that we are watching the next serial killer be born, right? So the very first thing is he's not allowed on TransPerth anymore, which is um, our public yeah, subway system. Yeah, we get that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we get that um, no, we don't have subways. Um, uh, so it's our bus and train. So he's been banned off of that because he um, kept bringing pig's hearts onto the train. So they were telling him not to bring pig's hearts on and he refused to... Um, Stop bringing pig hearts. So he got kicked off there. So he's not allowed there anymore. He's also not allowed into. Quest, our sorry, so- just to interrupt, just really quickly. Why are pig hearts contraband on your buses? I just don't think they want bloody dripping pig's hearts out of bags. Okay, the- so the issue wasn't that he was bringing pig's hearts. The issue was that yeah. he was making a mess. Yeah. Yeah, it was a yep. shit bag. Yeah. Right. So then the second one is he's not allowed into um, our major shopping center anymore, one of our major shopping centers over here anymore, because he um, identified a, a blind lady and then started following her around with pop crackers. You know, those things that you throw on the ground and they go Psh! like the yeah. little firecracker yeah, yeah. and just and just kept throwing it around this blind woman's feet as she's walking through the shopping center. <laughs> she, she couldn't figure out what was going on. Subjectively funny though. I know. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the third one is he is he got in trouble because he was putting you know the hungry hungry hippos balls, marbles. Yeah, sure. oh yeah, yeah. marbles. The, the little he he decided to put a whole bunch of them in a packet of gobstoppers and broke someone's so he's sharing these bowl of gobstoppers around that had hungry hungry hippo balls just like filtered throughout it just to watch (laughs) okay i i this is very much serial killer behavior but you're also laughing like way too hard at it i don't think this is serial killer behavior i mean like this is very extreme comedy but i would say this is just a blossoming comedian because those are all right pranks actually there is like two two bad jokes away from a comedian becoming a serial killer. Like that's all it takes. It's it's there's no distance between them. <laughs> he, the thing is, he's fifteen, right? So this is where he's starting. Like he's mm. he's not starting by seeing a uh, a dying bird and like 
pushing it into a pool. He's like starting by, I wonder if I can torment these people, break their teeth. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, first it's pig hearts on the bus, then it's human hearts in taxi cabs. (laughs) We all know how it escalates. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a spleen in an Allegedly. Uber. Like, <laughs> well, it just yeah. honestly, like, I think Tom Green started doing stuff on cable TV when he was like 17. He was like doing weird shit like that, you know, and he got a cable show out of it, like Ottawa only cable show. So mm-hmm. maybe this kid's hilarious. Maybe this kid's a fucking prodigy. I don't know. I was like, someone needs to give this guy a cuddle because, um, yeah, we just want to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, then they'll find, like, his sweaters, like, lined with thumbtacks when they try to hug him. <laughs> See, and that would also be funny. Exactly. Like, 10 <laughs> steps ahead of the game. That'd be yeah. awesome. Uh, uh, but, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, thought, you thought of that whole story because I was saying I let my kids watch horror movies. And like, you think my kids... Yeah, because... Think I'm, I'm brooding a serial well, Oscar's killer, already Jack the Ripper, so, I mean... That's true. Let, let yeah. it go, Richard. Mm-hmm. If anybody's going to talk about serial killers in relation to kids, it's going to be yours. Yeah. 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 No. Because when you were talking about it, I was like, it feels like we need to keep a close eye on Richard because he is potentially trying to cultivate a couple of serial killers. Like if they're Uh, watching hardcore stuff and they're like, no, no, this is boring as shit. And then how, like, it's like porn, right? Like you get, you need weirder and weirder porn. Are they going to get weirder and weirder horror? And then they're like, I wonder if I can try this in real life on kittens. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I mean, I watched horror movies when I was younger than Richard's. Yeah. Look at you. I know. I only, it's like maybe once a week (laughs) I wake up in a cold sweat uh, shortly after falling asleep because of the image of something violent flashes across my mind. It doesn't happen that often. So. Jack yeah. watches the child's play movies with me every Halloween, and he has for the last two years. So it's awesome. To yeah, be fair, okay. you guys in you guys where you are, like there is. Oh, it's gonna get uh, racist. Okay, no, <laughs> you people, huh? <laughs> no, where you guys are, you guys have like because obviously you guys get into Halloween and stuff like that. Where we've only really just started over here, and there's not like we don't have haunted houses, we don't like have a huge scary movie culture over here. It's not anything like it. Like mm. it would be unheard of of people putting kids in front of um, horror movies over here. We just don't. But also, the only ones that we've got from Australia are the Blair Rich Project and. Um, you have every movie we have minus 10. Oh, no, I mean that we're made here. But um, uh, like we, I think we've got – oh, we've got a couple, but I, the ones that I know about, and I don't like horror at all. Babadook? Babadook was you guys? wicked. What was it? Babadook, yeah, that, that movie was wicked. Wasn't that Australian? I don't. I thought it was English. Brit, Brits, but I can't remember. I, was no, a while I think Babadook's Australian. Could be. It's not say, I'm, I'm not saying that people like any Australians who end up listening to this don't be offended. It's just not in my circle of people at my age. I like it's okay. I you guys have like animals just killing things around. Like we you guys live get your own mer- yeah, exactly. You guys got a lot of horror yeah. on just in the real life. That's it's a good fine. point. I think comparatively, that young man is is you know relatively harmless. Actually, maybe that's what he needs. He's teaching you a lesson. Because if he puts marbles in your gobstoppers, maybe you're going to learn to check your food before you eat it and you're not going to get bitten by a spider. Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was he's the horror movie all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I look. would say keep away the disabled people because I don't think this kid likes them. Because the next step I feel the logical step he would do is 
maybe rocket launchers behind a wheelchair. I don't know. <laughs> or kicking crutch, like running yes. through the supermarket, kicking crutches out of uh, out from under people. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> It's Taking the batteries out of the hearing aid and things. Yeah, how know. do you know all these things about this child? Is this like I national or... news? No, I may or may not know someone who looks after them. Okay, so if you know all these things about this individual um, and you look after them, why do they keep happening? I don't. Okay, but why? Okay, so the person that you know allows it to keep happening so the person you know is in fact the problem no they're trying to stop it i feel like you guys are bullying the weird kid that's what i feel like's happening now no well that's what um they're trying to like they've gone they're going a little bit more like let's pay super attention to this kid because obviously there might be a little bit of attention seeking behavior so they're they're trying to pay do you guys not have autism in australia It's not yes. made in Australia. Or, or maybe maybe because they're they're all autistic is Australia. So it's like <laughs> funny. You making that face in the way you just said that didn't help at all. <laughs> yeah, were you stimming? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I would well, say just send the kid over here to to Canada and maybe maybe send into Richard's town or a town next to Richard is called Matheson and he will start appreciating life and then he'll come back a better man. I don't know. I guess. I don't there's know. nothing else to do there. What do you guys do to misbehave children over there? No, yeah, I think they I just about... have lots of disabled people for him to victimize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll come and get it out of his system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, now, how uh... are you going to segue from disabled people into this? Let's How am I going to segue into that? I, uh, I, I don't even know yet. We'll get there, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> well, before you do, I'm going to dip out. I don't want to infringe on the episode uh, in the middle of it or something. So it was good seeing everybody. Good to see you. I miss too. you. It's good to see you. We oh yes. You. Uh, this <laughs> one would have been a good one. <laughs> this would have been a good one for RJ, but there's too many people. Yeah, I'll, yeah I will be sure to listen and uh, and again. give color commentary later. Okay. Hey, hey! You can't say color commentary in front of Sumit. That's our job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give I'll give BPOC commentary later. All right. Bye. <laughs> good one. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 All right. Now I'm going to actually say it. Now that it's recording, is that Sumit, my brown brother from another mother? Yeah. How How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Are you still creeping out on Russian chicks named Katya? Maybe, may not. I don't know. Oh, nice recall. She was 15. Yep. She was. Actually, she was 14. (laughs) Oh, wait, Sumit, did you see it? Look. I turned the. Oh, sorry. I've just got RJ's dumb face because I'm turning him into the queen. But. um... (laughs) (laughs) Did you see? Did you see, Sumit? I I made her. Oh yeah! Look at her rock on vodka yaga, <laughs> <laughs> and she's got teeth and a potato and vodka and an apple and an That's apple. Amazing! <laughs> That's amazing for sure. I was about to say like. I was listening to the last episode that you guys did with Tyler and I was driving at that point, and you guys started talking about how Ron Jeremy started sucking his own dick, and as yeah. usual, Celeste was like 
explaining it and then she got the picture and then you guys were discussing it and I'm like, you know what? I have to stop doing this stupid thing and I have to see how this is happening. Stupid thing, the driving part. Driving? I pulled over. Yeah, the driving part. I pulled it over and I spent <laughs> looking at these images and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> I oh, just picked you on the side of the highway, disgusted by Ron Jeremy sucking his own dick, and then going like, "Oh, back to work, I guess." Like, <laughs> the episode. They drive past it. All they see is like this much of the guy, a guy in the car going, <laughs> <He's> just <laughs> thrashing and disgust. On. Yeah, but then the cops drive this? by and they're like, "Is that the guy that's always pissing on the side of the road?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they see this. They just see this. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener, Bo just tried to suck her own dick. <laughs> she gave you like, this close. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. She did it. I won. She did it. You can't see. Yeah. She did it. She had the whole okay. thing. Yeah. Mm. To the to the hilt. And she did look like Ron Jeremy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was all I'm the body prettier. hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, is that a brown Ron Jeremy sucking their dick on the side of the road where they normally piss? Yeah. So can you roll their windows? That, hey, officer, can you do this? I can do this. <laughs> it was a sad moment. My son doesn't like to kiss me anymore. Which one? Oh, Gabe. <laughs> okay. <Just checking. laughs> yeah. Gabe, I, I went to give Gabe a kiss. I was like, good night. And he's like, no, you can kiss me here only. And I'm like. Yeah. Died a little bit outside. I did. I was like, oh, it's happening. He's growing up. He doesn't want his mum kissing him anymore. But let's Christy do it. I'm offended. Yeah, uh, but at yeah. the same time, it's important for you to respect that because we all have to teach them consent at a young age. So it hurts like 100%. hell. But you yep, can't just 100%. be like, I gave you life. Yeah. I was like, you ruined me. And now you get to decide. <laughs> where, where. No, but I was like, okay, Gabby, that's totally fine. I was like, oh, Okay, no, it hurts. Okay, I respect that you don't want to be kissed anymore. It's fine. I'll only do it on your cheeks. But, yeah. Well, that's also, sad. Also, did I... I tell you one time, so you know when kids are discovering, like speaking of kids' consent and stuff, you know when, like, kids are discovering their body and, like, seeing other people, like, blah, and started noticing that their things are different, right? I was in the shower and I was having a shower with Gabe and he was, like, oh, 18 months maybe, Maybe he was 18 months and he was standing there and he goes, mom, where's your willy? And I was like, mommy doesn't have a willy. Mommy has a vagina. Um, You have a willy. I don't have a willy. And he looks and he goes, oh, and then he just looks and he turns around in the shower and shakes his head and goes, what a mess. I was like. (laughs) 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 What kind of flapjacks you got going on down there that he's like, thought that was a car crash. What do you in got, my head, fucking lapes or what? What's going on down there? I don't know. I have a very beautiful vagina, but like okay. in my, in I'm like I'm thinking in his head, he's going, "That is one weird looking dick." Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and here we it's are, like, ten minutes later, back again to dick conversation. <laughs> it happens a lot, actually, when I'm involved. Weirdly, can't, can't help it. Kids um, are really funny. They're really funny. Yeah. Like Jack one time noticed that I had like armpit hair, right? Because like I live mm. alone. I don't shave my pits. Who the fuck cares? Um, and like he's just like he was like, oh okay, like looking at it, and then I just see him, and he's like, 
like looking yeah. at his own. He's, he's like, like where am I? Confused about yeah. it. He's like, oh, what? when Jesse. When Jesse was younger and got his first couple of pubes, he came out and he's like, I can't pull the hair out. And I was like, what's happened? He's like, the hair from my head fell down and now it's on my willy and I can't pull it off. And I'm like, oh, no, mate. (laughs) (laughs) No, mate. Here, let me show you something. (laughs) Here is a diagram. Um, How about that? Are we coming in segues? that's that's kind, our of a, that's, that's kind of a segue <laughs> um to a point it is because uh well okay Sumit's here no offense wait Sumit. wait 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 celeste celeste get your racist counter out please oh fuck all right i'm on it oh yeah Sumit's here <laughs> racist counter has to come up uh yeah. Sumit's here but uh i kind of well you were my second choice for today Sumit. not because i don't love you to death <gasps> not because not i don't love Sumit to death i do love Sumit to death but i wanted luke toki and the reason I wanted Luke is because he was on a game show or a reality TV. And today we're going to talk about reality TV. Oh, Al uh, Luke. Luke, yeah. But he couldn't come. Oh, and, oh yeah. damn. It's all good. We're talking about reality TV here. So have you guys ever like, do you remember like the 90s and stuff when Japanese game shows were all like crazy and you, they would do a bunch of crazy shit in these game shows? Do you remember this? Anybody remember this? Yeah, well, I still do. And I fucking love it. Yeah, it's a lot less crazy now than it used to be. Um, yeah, it's very dangerous. They've actually have laws against it now, doing crazy shit because of so much bad shit's happened. In fact, yeah, no, it's so funny. (laughs) They can't go as crazy as they'd like. Um, But they had a show in 1998. Uh, It was a Japanese reality TV show that asked the question: Can someone live only on winnings? What that it was called Susunu Denpa Shonen. Uh, Now I tried to translate this. It translates in like seven different ways. Uh, first translation I saw was "Don't go for it, electric boy," uh, which Ooh. is awesome. <laughs> don't go for it, electric boy. I like that one. Wait, how do you spell it? Susu new exclamation point S U S U N U S U and a space S U no, just all one word S U S U N N U exclamation point. Yep. Denpa Shonen. G E N. Denpa. D E N P A. D E N P A. And then Shonen. S H O N E N. N E N. So I looked it up a bunch. Boy? No. I, I I looked it up a bunch. The first one, like I said, don't go forward, Electric Boy. Uh, another one that I saw was Lit Forward Signal Youth. Lit Forward Signal Youth. Um. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends that lives up here his name's uh mark Klepeek, another comedian he actually is one of the he's the guy who left the group because we were posting uh victorian pictures of people with dead babies like because they would take oh, that those were early days yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he left but he's a buddy of mine up from up here and his wife is from japan he lived in japan for like 10 years so i called him and i was like dude how do you translate this properly and he says it's it, like he knows the show that it, that it existed and it's kind of like a pun. So it's hard to translate into English. So like, don't go for it, electric boy. But like, he's like, it doesn't really translate well. So we're just going to call it. Uh, I've seen it be called sweepstakes life. So the show is just going to be called sweepstakes life because it makes my life that much easier trying to say, don't go for it, electric boy, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. And then how, how would you shorten it? Like they do these days. D G F. I E B. 
uh, did you fit dib doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> that was perfect. That, that actually okay. does, but that's really so weird. the show is called Electric Sweepstakes. Uh, yeah. it's <laughs> you guys sweepstakes electric boy. Yeah, right. Uh, it, yeah, right. Sweepstakes life. Sweepstakes electric for electric it. life of sweepstakes boy. <laughs> Lit. <laughs> that show sounds awesome. Uh, sweepstakes life yep. is what we're going with. Uh, it was a reality TV show that ran four seasons from '98 to 2002. Uh, do you guys watch reality TV? It's kind of my little. A little bit of. No. Yeah. Yeah. No? Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> Friends with Luke Toki goes. Eh. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe you said I was friends with him. Oh my god! You no, are I friends mean, with I'm, him. Well, I've met him twice, but he's amazing. He's amazing, Luke. I love you. But um, I I watch Survivor, and my my guilty pleasure in life is I've watched every single season of I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. I love that show with my entire heart. Oh shit! No, I watched my Six Hundred Pound Life. I love that mm. show. I love. Yeah, I watch so Hoarders. Oh my god, Hoarders! Those are, yeah, perfect. Hoarders Those are even on anymore. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch it. I know. I binged. Chrissy and I binged the whole thing, and then like, like, and then got up and crazy cleaned because, like, as soon as there was a piece, <laughs> <laughs> like someone <laughs> dropped something on the floor, we're like, oh, my <laughs> I'm not a hoarder. I'm not a hoarder. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, we all watch it. Even like TikTok, half of it's reality TV now, right? It's like people just man on the streets doing stuff. Like we all watch it. It's just like oh, or people organizing their houses, like all the bulk shit they buy from Costco into containers. Yeah, I live. Well, I for that don't shit. watch that, but I know that exists. You know what I mean? Stationary. Oh, people showing their stationary organized. Oh my god, mm, porn. Yeah, they, they, it's so common now though. But like in 1998, it was kind of fresh. It was kind of new. Not wasn't all sorts of things. And they went to the extreme with a lot of their seasons. They had four seasons basically yeah. of uh, sweepstakes. Life. Wait, what? See, that's the thing. Don't go for Electric Boy. It makes more sense because the fucking sweepstakes life is just the first season name. But anyway, so, so the they would do like crazy shit. Like uh, second season, the first season. What we're going to talk about today. So the second season, I'll just tell you a couple about the other seasons. Second season of this show, they stranded two contestants on an island. I think it might have been just one actually on an island just off the coast of Japan. And to win the season, the contestants would have to make a raft and just escape back to Japan. No help. Nothing. Here, you're on an island. Make a raft. Get back. That's how you win. Okay. Four months. Wait. How am I? Passed away. I could do that. Yeah. What's, <laughs> hang on. Is, oh, is Wilson there? No, wait. It, like, how far is it? Well, no, it wouldn't be Wilson over there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Wilson San. <laughs> One for the race. <laughs> One goes up on the race. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was about to say the Fast and Furious character named Han, so I was like, rather than Wilson, it would be Han. But then yes. she, Wilson sounds like better than that. Or, or Fo Wang. Um. No, wait. Hang on. How far is it from this island back to Japan? It wasn't. It wasn't ridiculously far, but like you had to make a raft. Like it wasn't. I don't have the exact numbers, but it was close enough where they made it on a homemade raft. You know what I mean? Like they right. did it. It's just they didn't. It's not like Castaway either. Castaway was like a crashed uh, UPS plane, so he had supplies. Like they're just like yeah. here, island, go. Now that's, that's nuts to me. What's how big is the island and what's on the island? Like, is it just not much, a... just vegetation, a little some trees and shit? It doesn't really matter. It's not the focus of this episode. It's just okay, sorry, uh, one sorry. of the things they did. No, no, it's cool. It's not. I'm like, no, I didn't get I'm much gonna... into the other episodes. I just want you guys to know the kind of shit they were doing. So this was season yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, season three, 
Harry Balls. So it would be named Harry. Sorry, I looked it up. There is a Japan-based company that makes tennis balls called Harry Balls. So his name would be Harry. Harry Balls. Mm. <laughs> Harry's <laughs> island companion would be... <laughs> Harry. Harry Balls. Um, Harry, Harry season... Balsan. Sorry. Balsan. Season three <laughs> had contestants, uh, two people, that hitchhiked their way from South Africa to norway <gasps> and they're japanese south so, africa the, the what does south them africa? being japanese have to do with them because they so don't are know you saying language. japanese people can't do that uh, no saying i'm they don't saying know the that they're gonna die oh in south africa sorry they're so, going from where to where south africa to norway i cannot <gasps> speak norwegian either exactly Ten thousand kilometers uh, they Jesus had to go. And they got a Christ. backpack full of stuff. That was their that was their whole thing. I don't even know how long that one took, but someone almost died in that one. But he like couldn't get water. Like he almost dehydrated himself. Um the last season of this. The sky makes it. Why don't you just collect it on your anyway? It's true. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I, I didn't watch Oh, the but it thing. is just... Africa. It depends on what time they went, right? Africa's got a lot of deserts. I believe the rains down in Africa are in Africa West. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna sing it, but you just said it. I was like perfect, <laughs> perfect. Um, the last season of this, they put uh, contestants in their e- each in their own room with a TV to watch their favorite baseball team play, and if their team won, they were given food, and part of their face was revealed to the national audience that the show was doing. If their team lost, they'd be given no food, and they would cut their electricity for the whole day. What in the, the next- Squid Game? is this <laughs> yeah 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 so well, it had if, shit ratings though it was only 3.5 imdb score you know so nobody <laughs> liked it anyways uh, i found the way uh, another name sorry if you if you like i think this will make more sense it says do not proceed crazy youth is one of the <laughs> translation <laughs> well sure yeah, another yeah. one oh yeah. so the point of the title was just to communicate like this is going to be really hard, basically. Yeah. Yeah. This is you don't want to do this, McKamey Manor. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of McKamey Manor-ish where it's like you don't want to do this, but it they we'll get it we'll get into a little bit here. So mm-hmm. the last, uh, yeah. So they every night the if their team would play, they they would have their TV back. They win. If the team went on a long losing streak, they wouldn't feed them for like weeks. That one got canceled. Because no one was watching by that time. It was the first season that was super popular. just waned on popularity as the seasons went on. Plus, they started making laws against doing shit like that. So, they just fucking canceled the show. So no Starving reality TV contestants? Those are pretty good laws. <laughs> pretty yeah. good laws. Uh, so, the first season of uh, Susunu Denpa Shonen was the most popular. And we're going to be talking about that today. It's a story of a struggling comedian named Tamaoki Hamatsu. Born August fifth, nineteen seventy five, or as he is better known as as Nasubi, Electric which boy. means eggplant. Oh, sorry, it means eggplant in Japanese. Actually, okay. Yep. Uh, he got his nickname of eggplant because his face is the shape huge D. of an oh, eggplant. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just say eggplant's dick comes up, so we'll have to talk about that a bit too. So well, you want to hope so. To. I he believe you get to, but all right. <laughs> yeah. um, his father was a policeman and he grew up in Fukushima City. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the first two episodes of Sweepstakes Life are available online. Actually, I think I found all of them now. So I'm going to post them in the show notes if you guys want to watch them. Did you uh, watch it? I did. Um, was it good? No. I feel bad. <laughs> no. I, like, <laughs> it's different yeah, yeah, now yeah. because back then it would, probably would have been a lot funnier because we had less care for people in the 90s. Uh, now we're like, oh, I feel bad for this guy. He's suffering. Anyway, we'll get to it. But yes, I did watch it all. They've okay. All that they released, honestly, is maybe two hours worth of content over the amount of time we're going to talk about today. So, so the first two episodes are the a bunch of I'm going to release. Okay, it starts off January 1998 in a typical like office with a bunch of struggling comedians just sitting in around in a room waiting for an audition to be on this show. Uh, and when they're sitting there, they're like, "Oh, this is an audition." Then they just come in, like the producers come in. They're like, "Yeah, it's not really an audition. It's more of like a hat draw." So don't worry about it. So they just put everyone's name in a hat. They didn't have to do any type of auditioning, which I found funny. And our buddy Nasubi wins the draw. So I'm going to show you Nasubi winning the draw, just so you guys can get an understanding of how this starts off. Question. Yes. Sorry. Why did they pick comedians specifically? Is it because they're desperate and will do anything because they're comedians? Yes. 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 Uh, It's a bunch of struggling (sighs) young artists that they they were looking for. It's like a casting call. And the people that came in were a bunch of young men comedians so did any women hot cast no not a not a woman amongst them were women allowed to come probably not i don't know though but it is japan in the 90s so women weren't allowed to come in the 90s in japan Ah! actually i'm pretty sure in japan in the 90s women weren't even like allowed they were still being put in baskets in the rivers and stuff what screen share with sound screen share with sound Oh my god, I'm so excited! Go electric boy, or electric. Boy. <laughs> no, Nasubi. don't go electric boy. Don't yeah. do it, electric boy. <laughs> don't. Don't do it, electric life. His head does look like an eggplant. I'm not wrong. His head looks like a fucking eggplant. Oh, okay. Look at that. See, this audition doesn't require anything but luck. And these over-exaggerated, like, all these weird sound effects, this is the whole show. It's it's overlaid over the Fuck whole yeah. show. Just, just to get the whole... All of the, Japanese television. Yes, I just want everyone to understand that. Oh! 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 He's very happy. Let's 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 stress here. He's very happy for winning this. Is that a condom? So at that point, there it just said. At this point, he's not sure what this project entails. And then it says, somebody says, "Okay, shall we go?" And he goes, "What? Right now?" All right. So we'll go back to the script a little bit. I feel like this is how casting couch used to go before everybody knew what casting couch was. Yeah, probably. <laughs> What's Actually, casting couch? Uh, oh, fucking cool. lesbians and their porn. Why are you so uncultured in porn? Um, because I have <laughs> real life pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not I don't know just, how to answer that. Anyway. I, I just, I'm just gonna go uh, keep explaining. You're right, though. That does look like casting couch. That could have been just easily like 
come with us right now. And then Masubi wakes like there's a brown or a black leather couch in the room and he just sits down. So what do you like? Uh what do you what do you do? Why do you want to get in the porn industry? And Asubi's just like, ah, oh, big bong ding, and everyone's happy. Oh, uh, oh god, okay, big tap on that one. <laughs> big bong ding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the sound effects. I'm not talking about his. Oh, I know you weren't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna watch. The, we're not gonna watch the whole fucking video. I'm, I did pick out a bunch of clips. I could have. I could have watched that whole thing easily. Yeah. I was very. Yeah. yeah, I was into it. I'll just explain it. Maybe we'll watch a little bit more. I'll just explain it for the listening audience. And then he has I'll, a huge yeah. head. Seriously, yeah, if sure. he just he held his breath, head. he'd be able to float like his head was a boy or a buoy or however you guys say it, across the, the gap. Like, that is a massive head. <laughs> it's, big. It's, it's big. It's long. It's a long head, for sure. For sure. I get he's the eggplant. Mr. Eggplant. So we were just in the audition room. He says, thanks. And then he's, he's like... Sorry. Hang on, hang on. I just I sent what you said in Japanese to the only person I know who speaks Japanese, and she's like, hello, this makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Ask her if she knows who Nasubi is. She'll say yes. Some Japanese friend will know. She's 22. Maybe still. Okay, cool. He's, he got super famous. Anyway, so. Send an eggplant emoji. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that we were just there. He was just leaving the audition room. They just said, come with us now. Uh, they end up blindfolding him. He walks outside to a car. From there, he's driven to an unknown location. Nasubi gets out of the car. And then he's carefully walked through a wintry snow-covered streets in Tokyo in January to a nondescript building. Uh, they get him into a random room. And when he gets into the room, they take his blindfold off and he sees a few then things. Then his shirt, then his pants. There's a thousand of pre-stamped postcards stacked on a stack on a table, like thousands of them. Are you okay, Celeste? Set a thousand priests. Oh, dude, no, no. that was like three stacked on top of each other. <laughs> a thousand priests waiting to anoint him into the next Stop. life on a couch, stacked <laughs> stacked on top of each other with stairs. Christian Christian casting couch hasn't happened, but I'm sure it will after this episode. <laughs> it will now. <laughs> yeah, added to the business plan. I mean, I don't know that for a fact. Maybe it does. Um, anyways, uh, so there's he gets in there. There's a fat like thousands of pre-stamped postcards stacked in a giant stack on the table, a couple stacks. There's a pen, an empty notebook, a cushion in front of this makeshift office. There is a telephone. There's a radio, uh, a gigantic magazine rack uh, full of like brand new magazines, all filled right to the brim of it. There's a there's actually a complete washroom which I was, there's a complete washroom there's no toilet paper, there was a single burner stove uh, there as well like electric, I don't know if it was gas or electric I think it was electric, uh, burner stove uh, zero food, not a bit of food okay so Nasubi was told okay now to win you have to stay in that room until you win 100 million yen worth of prizes from sweepstakes, and a million yen is about ten thousand American dollars. So oh, that's it. Yeah, not Which ten thousand like five thousand Australian dollars. So 6, he had 000. to. That's that's what the magazines were for. So he they were telling him you got to fill out these contests in the back of these magazines, all these like sweepstakes, and that's how you're gonna get your stuff. And as soon as you get oh. enough stuff, you get to leave the room. That is how this works. So wow. the the radio is there for that too, so he could listen to like radio sweepstakes. He could like call in and like, I'm Nasubi, I want to win the car or whatever. If you can get through third caller that gets through, shit like that. And anything he won, 
he could use for himself or keep after the challenge was over. And if he won, you know what his prize was? Can you guess? He gets to keep whatever he won. That and exposure. Um, they told him you will get exposure. And you can keep all the magazines. <laughs> you can keep all of the exposure and magazines ever. So you'd be the star of this reality TV show if you get through it. And you'd be invited to come back to discuss your experiences in like a bonus. That's what you get. And you get a lot of people to see your face. You won't be struggling comedian anymore. Sound good, Nasubi? He gets to, he has to spend the money from the sweepstakes on opportunities for more sweepstakes and food and shit, or he just gets to keep the money. No, he gets the magazines and he gets the sweepstakes. So if you win, let's say a book, you get the cost of whatever, however much that book was worth come at keeps getting tallied. And at the end, so it's not all your cash prizes, only it's everything. Everything gets tallied into one pot. So they say how much everything's worth. And once you get up to a million yen worth of stuff, you're done. So hang on, if he was, if there's no food in this place and he won like a gift basket, he couldn't grab the gift basket to eat? Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. So he didn't have to. Everything got delivered okay. to that apartment. But he, he wouldn't, won. he wouldn't like, that wouldn't go towards his total if he ate it. Oh, it definitely would. He's allowed to eat. Oh, it. Yeah. oh okay. But, but he, yeah. is he responsible for feeding himself? We'll get to it. Okay. So uh, it's just because there's a big part on it. So. He would, uh, so the producers also got Nasubi. They also told him to, if you want to be on the show, you have to change the tapes and the cameras every two hours. And they give him a stack of uh, tapes. Oh God, I'd leave right then. And (laughs) every day he comes to, they come to pick it up and they give him new ones every single day, once a day. And he happily agrees to these terms and he's fucking all smiles. I'll tell you that much. Then I would make a deal. I would like two tapes and maybe give me a Mr. Noodle every time that I change the tapes and a toilet paper roll. Boom. (laughs) <laughs> you're starting to make deals you want tapes you get toilet paper he probably doesn't drive because like nobody does there because there's too many people so he probably didn't like leave his car double parked or anything but doesn't he have like a job that he needs to show yeah. up for or like a family yeah, that he needs probably. to take care of like do they, do they tell these people that this happened or is the stack of postcards so that he can write fake letters and be like i'm um, fine don't come looking. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he actually did that. He probably should have. That would have been smart. But people, it doesn't take uh, anybody long in his family to find out that he's on this game show. Oh. If that's a good enough hint. So no. So he didn't like tell anybody his boss or anything. They just stuck him in this room and they were like, no, it, oh, they it, gave it, him a phone, right? He's got a phone. He's got, uh, I don't know how much they let him like call out. I was thinking that like he should have called his family and stuff, but they don't show that part. They cut out, like, I didn't get to see it live as it's going. So I just get what's scraps given to me on this whole thing. So right. I guessing he must have called or whatever, or did they let him? I don't know. We'll see in a second. I honestly, I don't know how much they let him use that phone unless it was to call he has like, radio as long station. as it takes to win this much, or he has to win it within a certain period of time. As long as it takes. Okay, cool. I'm ready. Continue. Okay. So then before the producers of the show left, they tell Nasubi to take his clothes off. What? They yeah. tell him. They tell him if you want clothes, you have to win them through the sweepstakes. You get nothing. Wait, 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 wait! Naked. Naked. They put this on TV. Damn it! Well, that takes my plan because I was like, he's wearing that long sleeve black and white emo style undershirt. Like I would take that off and start cutting it into little slivers to use as toilet paper. But now that's taken that out. The magazines. No, you need them for the sweepstakes, Celeste. Not every page. Have you ever seen a magazine? Have you ever paper cut your ring? <laughs> no, you probably haven't seen a magazine because there's so many porno magazines. 
I don't even think he uses the fucking magazine to tell you the truth. He probably should have. What? Yeah, at this point, I don't think he was. Is this man like special? Uh, Uh, yeah. His head would suggest. His head kind of does suggest special a little bit. He looks a bit, you know, Abraham Lincoln-ish. Anyway, keep going. That's okay. He was a plant. Sorry. (laughs) They picked out like... An eggplant. He was an eggplant. (laughs) Yes, he was an eggplant (laughs) plant. They picked out this special one in advance. It could be. The one that was like, hi, my name's... And he's like fisting the air for some reason. (laughs) I I am Groot. I am Nasubi. I am eggplant. The second they tell him, he's all smiles at that point. The second they say, time to take off your clothes, his face changes from, like, glee to, like, becoming famous. Like, I have to get nude. God damn it. Uh, like, this is the first time he, like, questions any of this, right? Oh, oh no. Yeah, no. pee so tiny. Hmm. Huh? One on there. <laughs> barely. So, uh, <laughs> barely. I was listening to This American Life about this. They have like a quick uh, half episode on it. And Asubi's talking to the, he's getting interviewed by the lady. And he explains on This American Life that uh, he wasn't against the nudity. It was more that he didn't want to break a promise to his dad. So it wasn't easy for him to convince his policeman of a dad, Japanese policeman of a dad to like, let him go into the entertainment industry. Um, so after a lot of convincing his father finally allowed him to pursue his dream of comedy under one condition don't strip like that was his dad's one thing and he's like right i can't i guess i have to get naked sorry dad question sorry dad yeah sorry again um do you do a lot of gigs at strip clubs as a comedian or (laughs) i i have never but but RJ told a wicked story last episode about him doing an episode, uh, a show at a strip club, a private strip club. So oh, I it happened. RJ was still here. So, so yeah. wait, do you ever get your brown noodle out for, for comedy? <laughs> I mean, for the right money, I'll get everything out. Hey, I'm here, and I was not even the first option. So <laughs> that's the spirit. Not that I don't love you, and I want you here. I just want to put you hey. on a different episode. Hey, Samit, I came for you. Ooh. I, know, I demand right? that you be here, as I've done every single time we've recorded for the last several months. Yeah, she has definitely. <laughs> I told you, she's been wanting you. Um, so Nasubi, he complies, takes his clothes off, uh, and since his Aww. dick is his dick is like visible a lot during the time they're filming, they cover it. Is it? And I'm not, I'm not joking. They cover it with an eggplant emoji. Yes! Uh, <laughs> oh, this is 1998. This is 1998. So this but they is like could the... have just put like a cutout of his head over it and it would have been the same thing. Ah! Yeah, exactly. Just a little tilted to the side and put a little knob on the top for sure. But yeah, and... no, uh, eggplant emoji. And it's like the first time eggplant emoji was used for a dick. So I don't know if that means dick because of that. I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. 1998 seems, oh, that's earlier than I thought, to be honest. Oh, that's very early. They had emojis in 1998? They wasn't even an emoji. That's what I'm saying. They just, because his name was eggplant. So to cover his dick throughout the show, they used an eggplant. Like, that's because his name is Eggplant. Oh. Right? But it's go. just funny that it ended up turning into a dick thing later. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, Is it because of that? I don't know. But Oh, my God. If it is, that is brilliant. Yeah. So he, it's not like it's not like when he first starts the show, he's just like, I'm showing my dick. Right away, they have that cushion, and he, like, gets naked, and he gets behind the cushion. So he's covering his junk for the first bunch of Oh, time. are you all right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm good. Um, and the other <laughs> thing is, the, the, then the producers leave after they get him naked. Um, but, like, the one thing about this I want everyone to know, he's not locked in the room or anything. 
ever. Okay. He can get out and leave anytime he wants. Naked. He could. If he wanted to leave, he could leave. So just keep yeah. that in mind this whole time. He could fucking leave this whole time. All right. You can also use he... the magazines to fashion a, a nice, you know, toga. Yeah, true. He's true. not thinking no, creatively. True. So uh, Nasubi knew that they were filming everything and he thought it would all be cut into a show after the whole ordeal was over. That's why he was changing the tapes. What Nasubi didn't know is that all of his exploits were being aired live on TV. Uh, and each Sunday, illegal. the producers would cut together the funniest parts to make half hour episodes. That seems illegal. It definitely I have does. to watch this. I have <laughs> to watch this. <laughs> it seems, seems unethical, right? Uh, and they, they take the funniest parts. And this is why I started feeling bad. Because like when I say funniest... I mean, the parts of the show where Nasubi's suffering or being himself as like no one was watching because he doesn't understand. He doesn't know it's being live streamed. So, you know, you do weird shit where you're, when you're by yourself. He starts doing some weird shit. But like, that's because he thinks he's by himself. No one's watching him. Like, anyways, yeah, I, I got this is where I start feeling bad for the guy because it's like sometimes yeah, it's like that's bad. <laughs> yeah, he's like super sad or something and they go bah, bah, and like the sound effects in the background <laughs> like just like trying to, like <laughs> look at him cry like what <laughs> but i oh, get man. how that might have been funny in like 1998 <laughs> but not that's now. terrifying oh my yeah. god the shit that i do by myself that's so scary Oh, I do the shit I do by myself. I do in front of other people, anyways. So I wouldn't. Yeah, do there are <laughs> yeah. a few things I can think of that I definitely don't do in front of other people. Yeah, there's lots of things. Everybody, everybody has something. Bo, you have something. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't fuck in front of anybody. Come on, the one like thing the I want you to thing that I want you to do in front. of me. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I don't know. But yeah, we're like anathecucks. <laughs> an ethicux that's a great one that is a good right. one so yeah so this is where i feel bad for the guy when you're watching it. it's just because they put the sound effects and shit but he doesn't know uh this case is often referred to as the japanese truman show um so just before the producers leave they ask nasubi what he's gonna go for first and he says clothes because that's the one thing he's fucking ashamed about right now yeah. so he's when he's finally left alone, he starts just reading the magazine sweepstakes. I'm sorry, I have another question. Yep. I'm so sorry. He's yeah, yeah, got yeah, like, bed and shit in here, though? Nope. No bed. That cushion. He's got that cushion. So huh. is it? it's one room? Or is it yeah. just like a room and a bathroom? It, it's a room and a bathroom, yeah. It's like the bathroom's like a closet-sized bathroom. You could probably so, close the closet. That would be the size of it. Until he wins stuff, he sleeps naked on a cushion? On the ground, nice basically, because the, cushion. the cushion's like a maybe bigger than just a normal size pillow, like a like a couch cushion kind of size cushion. Ooh. Like you can sit on it, like a dog, like, naked on a cushion. Essentially, yeah, it's more like a uh, like outdoor patio cushion size cushion. You know, like not like a oh, like a like a deck chair cushion. Yeah, something like that it would be something maybe a bit thicker. Well, you, you saw it. Could he lay on it, or would he have no, to be, no, like, half body, half body? Yeah, like he would lay on it, and it was head would be on it and his down to his lower back and then his feet and his ass and everything would be hanging off the edge of it. Bo, if oh, you could God. kindly stop being all sexy, put your hair back up. <laughs> <laughs> it was hurting my head. I was like, oh, fuck my head. Well, now it's hurting mine. <laughs> Sorry. So Nasubi's off on his race here. He finally, uh, he starts reading the magazines and the first one he finds that he writes to is to win an apron because that's the only piece of clothing he can find. And uh, just an FYI for everyone, I'm just going to cut it off right now. Uh, he never wins any clothes through the entire time he is there. He wins some women's underwear that don't fit him once. That's it. That's the only clothes Aww. he ever wins. So he's Aww. nude the entire time. 
That'd get old really fast. Yeah. And the Subi would fill up many postcards entering sweepstakes over the time he was there. In his first month, he would apply to 5,748 sweepstakes lotteries. Uh, at first, month? yeah, a mo- <laughs> that was the first month. Yeah. So at first, the Subi would go without food. Uh, he loses a shit ton of weight. People started actually getting very uh, scared for Nasubi's health. Um, he, wasn't, he wasn't a big guy to start with. Yeah, and he starts getting like scrawny. You can start seeing his like chest coming out. Collar you know, bones, it's just, yeah. His collarbones getting all mm-hmm. super skinny. And uh, apparently the producers of the show were like, or I guess the crew, not really the producers, because the producers are kind of dickheads in this, but the crew were kind of feeling bad for him. So they would give him like a little bit of bread every, what amounted to like a slice of bread. Just to keep them going because they felt they were going to kill the fucking guy. So uh, basically starving is what I'm saying. Ooh. And Oh, my God. Electric boy, what are you doing? Yeah, yes. while, he, while he's starving, on the sixth day, a ramen delivery boy comes to the door to deliver food, but realizes he's at the wrong door after Nasubi has no money and he leaves. I would have just fucking tackled him at that point. I would have been like, you're giving me that food. Oh, yeah, you, you should see that. You should see the disappointment in him. Like he's just like, was that a plant uh, too? Did they do that specifically? That must have been. Him? No one, no one's ever oh, said no. that's what it is, but that for sure is a plant by the producers, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Just watch, rough. watching. He's like noodles, and then just watching the life fade out of his eyes as the noodle man leaves the front door. <laughs> yeah. No. Basically, you're not wrong. That's basically he was. He went and sat down. He was like. Actually, the guy, he talks to the guy for a second. He's like, 1,700 yen total. And he goes, I don't have any money. He goes, okay, bye. And you just see this. You'll be kind of like, you ever watched the rest of development when they walk away all yeah. sad? It was like, do, 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 do. And he just like walks yeah. over to the. <laughs> and He's he just, just like, like, hello, step. darkness, my old friend. Exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> do not proceed, noodle man. <laughs> it, takes, <laughs> it takes him two weeks to win his first prize, uh, which was, and it's. What is see? I saw a bunch of different things. A jar of jelly. I've also seen it with sugary drinks. Oh, but that was it. Final Sumit verdict. has no more in him. He's like, he, Sumit just left. Sorry, Richard, before you tell us what he won, how many do you know how many sweepstakes he had entered before he won? Like, what's the ratio? I'll tell you at the end how much he actually did over the whole time. Oh, okay, he was there. sorry, sorry. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. I just wanted you to get an idea where he started like five grand in a month. Uh, it's pretty that's a lot, but you'll see how much yeah. it ends up getting me. So, two weeks um, in, he wins some jam. All right. He wins jam, but that's what the, people kept saying jam jelly. So I went and watched the actual, that's why I watched the whole thing. I'm like, I got to understand this more. And I found the name of it. It's called fiber jelly. It's 12 pods of fiber jelly, which is basically like a jelly drink, but it's to oh. help you like shit. It's like a <gasps> protein. Like it helps you shit. Fibery jelly. Drink. No, no, he, he can't doesn't afford to that. shit out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that's all he has. Right. Uh, so that was that fiber jelly. You should have seen how pumped he was when he got it. He was pretty pumped because it wasn't super pumped because he was like, it's fiber jelly, but he was pumped enough because I have food and he drank it. This is the greatest thing. It's like a juice container. You know, those ones that are about this big and it's like, uh, yeah. lined with, uh, uh, aluminum or metal or something on the inside. Yeah. Oh, so, so those are like, that's in. a decent size. Yeah. 12 of them. Yeah. He got enough. He got quite a bit and he was starving. So fuck it. Probably tasted the best, probably the best meal he's ever had, honestly. And he could <laughs> make clothes out of that. And it's aluminum on aluminum. Aluminium on the inside. Sorry, I was copying Richard's stupid accent then. Um, it was aluminium on the inside. He could have fashioned 12 of those cartons into an outfit. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You could yeah. have been Mr. Roboto by the end of the week. And the metal on the inside, keep him warm. It's exactly. not actually metal on the inside, but okay. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't right after, ruin this for me, <laughs> Right after he wins the, like a couple days after he wins the jelly drink shit, he wins. He uh, shits a, his fucking brains yeah. out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> In the background, it's like wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, honestly, like that would have happened. I'm sure of it. Oh, the producers have on. to kick the guy out of the house because they have to clean the shit every day. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't have any toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he he shits his pants. I'm sure all the way through. But uh, no, after that, the next thing he, wins, he doesn't have any pants. He shits, shits his floor. cushion. Yeah. The, he probably makes it to the toilet. He doesn't have much to do. He's not. He's not like waiting in line. He's just running there. Um, yeah, he wins a five kilogram bag of rice a couple days later. Too much celebration. <gasps> he's very happy about this. Um, wait, wait. Does he have running water? He does. Okay, yeah, so okay. he has running water. Does he have a pot? He has no. a little burner thing, right? Electric yeah, but he has a burner, but no pot. How does he have a pot? Cook the rice. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, he's in got those some, containers. Uh, he's. <gasps> By this time, okay, a couple side notes before I keep going on here after he gets the race. Uh, he doesn't really give a shit about being naked anymore. After two weeks of starving, he's, that's the least of his fucking concerns. So he's yeah, just flagging he around. Uh, and he also starts writing in the notebook during this time. He starts, like, keeping a diary. All right? I don't know exactly when he starts the diary, but it's early on. It's not, like, three weeks in or whatever. It's, like, the couple first days. So I just want you guys to know he's writing about this whole thing, too. Yeah. Um. So back to the race. So here's a video of him winning the race. Actually, I'll show you that real quick. I got. Yay. Oh, God, the poor guy. You should see how pumped he is when he gets it. That's why I had to show you. So this is his little apartment now. You guys can see it now how it looks. A little table in the middle of the room. There's all his magazines. Oh, look at how skinny he is! Yeah. I was drinking my jelly and a piece of good news came in. <laughs> so, he's very pumped about his rice. Uh, just two weeks He wants to started. celebrate with a tiny tree. Oh, no, that's bonsai. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um sorry that was a bad joke but i'll give it to you um i'm gonna give you a ticker for that one honestly <laughs> he uh let me, uh, let me tell let me tell you something when you know when you're like going when you immigrating to other country illegally that's what you basically do you have like a big huge bag of white rice cooked already with you you're sitting in oh, a yeah. container and just spending a month there so basically oh, yeah. that's not a new concept like are you are level. you talking from experience, are you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just finishing it now. Just handfuls of it. Um, so he celebrated that rice like a poor kid getting a Christmas present. You know, he was very excited. Uh, but then he soon realized as soon as he gets it, he has no pot to cook it in. Oh uh, no. So what he does is he just starts eating it raw, uh, like an idiot. <laughs> and he starts going, like, I can't eat this raw, it's fucking disgusting. Uh, then he just eventually figures out a way to cook the rice using the metal lined fiber jelly container and setting it close to his burner. So Celeste called yep. it. Yeah. Uh, this is still just January. Like he hasn't even gotten out of January mm -hmm. yet. Um, February, 
his efforts prove worthwhile and he starts to win some stuff. Uh, he wins a thousand yen. So that just money came in, which was nice. Uh, some body soap and some canned spaghetti with no can opener. So he's pissed oh. about that to name a couple things. Uh, he also gets a bag of dog kibble and some canned food. And but when no he can runs, opener. when he runs out of uh, dog food, usually has like a tadpole. No, 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 no. Yes. When he, <laughs> when he runs out of the rice, uh, his main source of food is the No, dog eat food. it with the rice at least. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but the cook, the rice is not even cooked, so I don't know. It will he be probably, worse. no, he got it cooked because he's figured out how to way to do it. But he probably thought like, I don't have to eat this dog food. I'll eat up all my rice. By the time the rice is done, I'll win some more food. So it was like a out of desperation. He wasn't planning ahead to eat the dog food. You'd have to do that with the rice to mix it with it, Celeste. He thought like, I'll never eat that dog food. I'll get something else. But he never, he he did eventually, but he didn't yet. He started eating the dog food. Oh. Now he doesn't um, even eat human food anymore. It's not, it's not weeks. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like weeks before he gets another bag of rice. So, oh. Nasubi's... But he had canned food and no can opener and nothing to open. Yeah, canned spaghetti. But it, could you imagine sitting there eating your dog food, like looking at the canned spaghetti, being like, oh, this spaghetti's so good. <laughs> 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 I feel like I would have figured out a way to get into the spaghetti. It can't be that hard. And he eventually gets into it. He doesn't do it right away, though. That's for sure. He eats the dog food. You're right. I would be smashing it up against the ground. I'd mm. be doing something, right? There's like it's corner of a table. I would put it on the burner like smash so it, it explodes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd put it yeah. on the burner so it exploded and then just lick it off the walls. For sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah nothing. I'm going to be more starving than Nasubi to eat dog food. You know what I mean? Like, I got to be a little bit more than that, buddy. See, gotta no, be more desperate. I would eat the dog food with the rice. Yeah, I would not you'd eat have it to by pre-plan. Itself. You'd have to pre-plan that. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to. Yeah, but I've I've already been starving, so I immediately would be like, okay, you know what? If I get low on rice, I'm starting to mix it with the dog food. Yeah, yeah. I would have no. Well, I would have done it to make the rice last longer. So I would have been like, I could have the same amount of intake of food if I mix my rice with my dog food now, and it will make the dog food taste less shit. Hope, fingers crossed, and. I would just look and pretend I was smelling the can of spaghetti the whole time because that's the thing I can't get past. I can smell the dog food in like right now thinking about eating it. The smell is what would get me, right? Like mm. that would be the problem. And you know he's crying the entire time. So he's got 100%. salt handy from those tears. He can flavor it. <laughs> oh, Home. dude, that is so smart. <laughs> the I would sad be crying spice. into my rice dog food mixture. <laughs> And it would, it would make an okay, an okay substitute until I could get into my fucking spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I would I, make like a rice thing with that fiber thing, you know, just add some oh, handful yeah. of rice into fiber, mix it up and just chug it. Yeah. So yep, you're yep. shitting. Well, and you're no, shitting. no, sorry. The idea of just like <laughs> gulping it down as like a smoothie mixture is worse than eating it with rice. That's no, so do you much know what? worse. That's actually, that's smart. Like if you get the rice, mix the rice, the dog food and the drink. Hopefully that drink is potent enough to get rid of the dog food taste and smell. You've got extended rice life then. Okay, so low-key, I don't know if you guys have this there, but there's this, it's like pure Puritan or something. Um, It's like Irish stew and then they have meatballs in like gravy. It's canned and it smells exactly like dog food and it tastes really good. So I feel like I could easily stomach dog food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we okay. were poor growing up. I ate a lot of that shit. Okay. Sorry, Smith, what were you gonna say? 
No, I was just going to say, I was like, and I would empty the rice bag so the next time noodle guy comes in, I'll cover his head, beat the shit out of him, rob his ass, and take the noodles. <laughs> or rice bag, fashion it into some jocks. Oh, yeah, he could That's make- a good point. Yes. He had a, how big a five-pound bag of rice? Exactly. Five right? kilo, loin- actually. He could make a loincloth with that. Yep. Yeah, he's, he lost enough weight, I think. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's, he's not thinking. Wanted- he's not thinking. Okay, yeah. so to be very honest, because he was starving, he got thinner. Now he, you can see his abs, so now he's liking it, and he just want to show everybody. That's what it is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Nasubi starts to forget about the cameras a lot more too, and he starts to go more and more crazy at this point. He started to do weird shit in front of the camera he wasn't really doing before. Uh, but most of his days are spent writing out ballots to win co- uh, contests and waiting at the doorbell ring and the phone to ring for get more of his winnings right uh he wins a later on he wins a stuffed a stuffed seal teddy bear thing and he takes <gasps> it for a walk around the room he like uh betting this is, betting yeah, you got a friend you got, I you got a like Wilson. i try to fuck it he probably did <laughs> i was about to say i would fuck it <laughs> uh he, he he wins an action figure and almost immediately starts to talk to it calling yep. it he, he starts to call it his sensei and he starts getting life advice from it. Um, Fair. That's totally fun. How did I comedian. end up here, Sensei? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the comedian uh, in him. You know, he's trying yeah. to be creative there. As, uh, and well, as no, this... he is not creative enough for this. Anyway, keep going, Richard. Sorry. No, that's good. That's a good, that's a good argument. Comedian. How does he come up with bits? He can't even make pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a five kilo bag of rice that obviously has a string pull on it. He doesn't look at that and go, oh, I can make jocks out of that. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he, this guy is not creative enough to be I in a situation. Uh, just to play devil's advocate, because I agree. I, I think that he could have been a lot more creative with things. But just to play devil's advocate, I think he's more he's, – he doesn't know that this is happening live. He just thinks, like, I need to succeed so I can become famous. So focus on the task at hand. I don't give a fuck about clothes at this point. I'm just yeah, going to win. but no, he doesn't know it's live. I wanna, I wanna That's fine. Yeah. If I, if Regardless of whether I was live or I was in there just by myself doing this exact same situation – a, my ADD brain would not be able to not do make things like you'd you'd look like the camera had panned back into me and I would have taken all of the leftover magazines that I'd that I'd actually done and I would have made a human like I would have made a person that I could then be friends with you'd see me dancing with it like I would be having a creative time there I'd make glasses out of the inside of those packets of things like it, there is so much regardless of whether he's been paid attention to or not his brain would have been looking for that as well. Oh, my brain would have been. Six months sure, and they'd but... kick you out because you hadn't won anything. You forgot why you were there in the first place. Well, that's what I was going <laughs> to Yeah, you, you got to <laughs> keep earning too because these are like one in a million chances of winning some of these fucking things. So he's got to put about as many ballots as possible to get out of that mm. fucking room. Sorry, did yeah. you say that sometimes the sweepstakes will come to his door? Yeah, people deliver all this shit to him. And so... he's nude? Yeah, he just opens the door, crack, grabs it, and puts it back in, yeah. Congratulations, you won this. And he's like, No, 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 no. They'll call him. They'll call him. They'll call him on the phone and go, "You won this." And he will go, "Oh, cool, deliver it here." Oh, and so this some, isn't just like the like what's no, 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 no. Like the the people that come with the big checks to the like big the checks, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I I hope I've never saw anything like that, but that would have been funny too. Just like some of the bag of rice, you're the way big winner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know what? Don't be like Noodle Man. Come back. 
Mr. Yeah. Eggplant Son, I can see your noodle. <laughs> <laughs> I would do so good in this show because first of all, all the delivery guys would be like either related to me or my cousin. Yeah, yeah, correct. Right. Second of all, where does the clothes mostly get designed in India? So I would be able to make something out of something. And last Correct. of all, I don't know. I would be naked there. People will not like to see me anyway. So I'll be having fun and making bits. And I would be like, why people have this TV show where they have this person in one bed and now I have to do all this and I will make so many jokes out of it. I would have done so. Yeah. No, well, I mean, people would tune in because they'd really want to see the hairy dick. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but they cover it with like a... I don't know what's racist to cover it with, like I don't know, a monkey chunk or something. A little monkey, yeah, yeah, a monkey samosa. <gasps> yes. Anyway, yeah, so he's monkey. talking to the action figure. He's going crazy. Uh, the show uh, is getting ridiculously popular in Japan at this point, um, but it's the the show is hard for Nasubi at this point. It's six months in, and Nasubi has just gotten to the halfway point of half a million yen. Uh, and he's filled out 38,000 entries at this point, contest entries. So oh. he's six months into this, halfway down. And he's got RSI now in his hand for sure. How much dog food has he eaten? Uh, a couple sacks of it. But he's got he's gotten rice and stuff sacks? since. Yeah, like big ass bag of it. Like a big dog kibble fucking thing. Because he, he got kibbles as well as the wet yeah, food as, in cans. As well as the wet food, yeah. Uh, so he ate all the cans. He definitely took care of it for sure. He ate all the cans already and then he's working on the kibble now. Yeah. Right. And he's he's eating rice now. He got rice after a while. He's back to rice. He's actually eating normalish stuff for a little while. Um, oh, cool! He's winning a lot of rice. That's it's easy one to win. Racist. I would imagine, Somewhere. but like yeah. it's also like ten yen <laughs> off of the. It's also like ten yen off of his debt. Like he wants to win bigger things, but he needs to eat too. So, um, so yeah. Yen? By this time, that's how much five I, kilos of rice. Costs? I just said a word. I just said a word. I don't know how much oh. it is. It's just, it's like, not a massive amount of number. It's not a massive enough number to like take a good chunk off is what I'm saying. Yeah. So by this time though, a six month mark, the producers had set up a live stream that ran 24 hours a day now uh, on the internet. And this is Fuck. 1998 or 1999 internet. So that was fucking blew my mind too. They're live streaming 24 hours a day. And no, it's had- Japan. You know, they already had 5G. Like when the, rest, the rest yeah. of us haven't caught up. We're still but on modems. I found this super funny. They had to employ 50 people just to keep the eggplant over his junk. So like uh, to cover his junk on live TV and live the internet, they had to use like a joystick that controlled the eggplant and moved the joystick around covering his dick in the process. They had 50 people doing this. Like that's hilarious to me. <laughs> what do they put on their tax return? Yeah. What do you do for a living? I'm a junk <laughs> joysticker. <laughs> I'm an air clanter. <laughs> uh, I specialize in vegetable censorship. <laughs> that needs to be Celeste's intro one. I specialize in vegetable censorship. <laughs> oh my God. They're like, we will not give you food, but we have 50 people who will call you. <laughs> yes. yeah. We have 50 people taking care of your knob. Like, well, yeah. you, you want an underwear? No, sir. <laughs> But he, he doesn't even know. That's the best part. He doesn't even know. Like that's so crazy. He doesn't even know that's happening. Yeah, this is so, like full Truman Show now. Yeah, four hours a day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he did win some pretty cool stuff around the six month mark. He won a TV, uh, but he couldn't hook it up to anything. Uh, no cable or cable antenna or anything. They just didn't want him to know that he was on TV, so they didn't give him any cable. Uh, he won a train simulator game for the PlayStation, that he but he didn't, have a, he didn't have a PlayStation. Oh. He also won some VHS tapes, 
but he didn't have a VCR. He, play. <laughs> yeah. uh, he won movie tickets and uh, to the Spice Girls Spice World movie that was like premiering. He got premiere yes! tickets to the Spice Did World. Did he go? He cannot go. He's just he's like, I gotta stay in this room, make more money. But you he said also he could leave any time. He could have. He just didn't. So um, he could have gone naked to the Spice World. Definitely, 100%. Uh, he won uh, a bike, but he didn't leave the apartment either. So it just, he kind of like set it. He took off, the, he drove around the apartment like just like dummy. Like, then he took the front wheel off and made it a stationary bike after a while. So he Excuse got like. Me. Did yeah. it, at any any point when he was getting set up in this, did the producers at any point say to him, you can't leave the apartment? Or they told him you could leave at any time? Uh, they didn't tell him. They just said, if you want to win, you stay here and enter things. I didn't say whether he could leave or not. He just, people would come to the door. The door would open. He would get deliveries. Like, he could open the door and walk out anytime he wanted to. Oh, God. His critical thinking is to shit. Like, he... <laughs> but he thinks if he does that, he's not going to get his fame that he's what? trying to go for. Um, he's going to lose the game. So oh, he has the to... show won't air. They'll just get exactly. somebody else. They're just but not no one told it. him that. that. But no one told <laughs> nope. him that. But he, he just made that he up. He didn't ask questions, I think, is what the problem he, is here. Well, he, yeah. got, he got ambushed, too. Remember, like, they said, come be in an audition. Okay, I'm here for an audition today. Then later that afternoon, he's shot off in a room naked. Like, it, it's not, there was no prep to this. It was just like, I'm going to an audition this morning. I'm making a TV show this afternoon. There's a big, that's a big oh, jump. If I had a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If I had a yen. <laughs> so, We're bringing that old chestnut back to this episode. <laughs> um, the show is so popular, actually, at this point, that the apartment Nasubi was living at was uncovered by the paparazzi. Um, just by, like, when they saw people delivering stuff, they would kind of figure out what the place was from they, they would figure out that anyways that, however they did it they just pinpointed a bunch of different incidents and they kind of yep. figured out where he was um yep. nobody really knows exactly how but i figure like it's got to be just method of like 100 different like, plus there's 50 people working on his dick you know what i mean like somebody has to tell that story at the bar like i'm yeah. working on covering the subi's cock all day yay where is he <laughs> i probably shouldn't say but cover-up. yeah exactly so uh, well, they figured out they're parked outside the house all the time or the apartment building all the time and like chanting and being very loud. Uh, so the producer decide that they need to move Nasubi. So it's time to move him. Uh, he can't stay there anymore. It's new secret location. What? Oh, because of the paparazzi. Sorry. Yep, yeah. Keep going. So they decide, uh, let's, let's make a show out of the move. Uh, that's what they think, the producers. So to make it interesting, they wake him up in the middle of the night, give him clothes, blindfold him again. And bring him to a new apartment. So you should have set just, it on fire. That would have been much more interesting. Just fucking scare the <laughs> shit out of him. Yeah, oh, yeah. get out of here. Yeah. But I can't yeah. leave. I won't wait. And he just dies in the fire, <laughs> clutching his clutching his postcards. Only fucking thousand more yen. Like, <laughs> the, end, the end of Schindler's List. You know, he's like, I could have saved one more. Wait, does he know what his tally is? Uh, they tell him a, a, a in. They don't tell him all the time, but he gets an idea like every other kind okay. of day. Like yeah. they do tell him, they update him. They don't tell him like av- as everything comes in, but they bring him to a new apartment. When they take off his blindfold, he's just in a new place that's similar to the old place, exactly the same, really. All his winnings and stuff have been transferred over to the new place, along with more pre-stamped postcards and a fresh rack of up-to-date magazines. Uh, when Asubi asks, like, "Why did you move me?" Uh, they told him it was his new address would bring would quote bring in more luck. So hmm. 
Nasubi... Oh, they really believe in that shit over there, don't they? Yeah, for mm. sure. Nasubi we gets naked. Apartment eighty-eight. Sorry, that's no, that's Chinese lucky number. That was me. Sorry, getting um, them. Anyway, that's on the tally because they can't tell the difference Sorry. between Asians. Okay, ah, this I is can. the second time. <laughs> um, so I don't know if they prompt him on this one, but Nasubi gets naked and he gets to work. I don't know if anyone's what? like, give me your clothes. I, I don't really understand. I think he just got, gets naked, honestly. I don't know if he... I think they tell him to give him his clothes, honestly. I, now that I'm thinking about it, pretty sure on the second one, they tell him to give him, give him his clothes. So the first thing he wins in his new place is a desk and chair. And <gasps> perfect. It's super helpful for him. Now he doesn't have to sit on the fucking floor. Uh, and he continues writing sweepstakes. By the end of October, so this has gone on since January, so we're 10 months in now, Nasubi had filled out 17,000 entries. Wow. We have uh, 10 months into this show, you're saying? 10 months in yeah. now, yeah. And he's getting crazier and crazier. Uh, but after the first move, Nasubi had a long streak of bad luck. So the producers told him they moved what, him the for first, good luck. You, the first move? Yeah, after his first move, uh, Nasubi had a long streak of bad luck. So the producers told they told him that this was for good luck. So to combat the lack of action in the show and to back up their luck claim, the producers moved Nasubi again. Middle mm. of the night. Wake him up, same exact same thing. Dress him up, blindfold, and bring him to a place where all his old stuff was. Nasubi gets naked, back to work. At his what? third place, yeah, at his third place, Nasubi had much more luck in the sweepstakes. He won the VCR, so now he had a bunch of fucking movies he could watch. Woohoo! Oh, wait, does he have a TV? Yeah, no, he, he won, won the TV, TV remember? <laughs> yeah, but I thought yeah, you he said won- he couldn't hook it up. Oh, but because yeah, it, it's no cable. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Now he has a VCR, yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. And Right at, almost right after that, he wins a PlayStation so <gasps> I, to play his game. Yeah, so he can oh. win his game. So he he did get good luck on his third apartment. He's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm winning things." And everyone's no food though, right? I uh, he keeps. He's actually winning food slowly <laughs> as things go oh. through this. He, he doesn't really start for the end part of it. Just he got part. a PlayStation. Sumit, focus on what matters. Focus yeah. on what matters. <laughs> <laughs> All he needs is his dog kibble and his PlayStation. Yeah, he's got a dog kibble. He's like. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just eating it like a bag of chips now mm, yeah. i like the red <laughs> ones i eat the red ones last <laughs> he's watching he's watching fast and furious tokyo drift in the tv and he's like what should i eat now dog food or yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> um so misubi sets up his playstation and he plays his train simulator game for four days straight <laughs> before he looks at himself and he goes i should start applying again for sweepstakes or i'll be here forever so he just stops cold turkey uh, he also, just after this, he wins a watermelon, which he's fucking popped oh. about, uh, and more movie tickets. He wins a tent, which is fun. Cause he sets it up in the middle of the fucking room and with his uh, cushion. yeah, with his cushion, uh, he wins some tires, like a set of tires and 10 K yen value worth of coupons, which is, that's a good chunk for that's him. That's good. So, yeah. 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 I hope he goes to the grocery store with that shit. No, because he doesn't leave. He won't leave. He doesn't want to lose. I mean, call so, or something. <laughs> ten <laughs> months. Ten months into living on sweepstakes is when he wins his first batch of toilet paper. <gasps> he doesn't even like it anymore. I bet you. Yeah. He was, yes. He was, yes, Nasubi. Yeah. So after three hundred and thirty-five days, Nasubi gets his final bag of rice and finally earns his one million yen. How many uh, months? 335 days. So that's 11 months. 11 so just months. over 11 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Go, okay. Subi! I'm going to... The gonna, Subs. 
the before eggplant. I show you a video of him 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 winning, uh, I'm going to tell you that 350 335 days living only on winnings is a Guinness World Record that Dasuki yeah. still holds. To this <gasps> Congratulations. Shut up! Yeah. That's on my bucket list. Not to a, doing to get that. A to get a yeah. yeah, to get a Guinness. Yeah, he's got one. Uh, okay, well, so that, show you... you only have to live 336 days on winning. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. just start start signing up. If you have the internet, it'd probably be a lot faster. You could figure out a way to like get super lots of sweepstakes on the internet. Yeah, I feel like that's a thing. There's probably a subgroup of Reddit somewhere where it's like, sign up for sweepstakes. And you could just fucking have a million websites now. Anyways. And you could just auto-fill it, auto-population them. Like, I feel like that would be easy. Yeah, but the problem with that is, like, because it was, you know, like, made by the the reality TV show, nobody else can get that because we would have to pay bills and shit, too, right? It it would have to be orchestrated by somebody else where everything else is paid for. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because then, yeah, there's too much. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You killed it. Sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's true. You're, the, you're right, though. I was like not thinking that way. Oh, we should do that when our podcast takes off and we get really like super fucking rich. We'll do that. Yeah, we should do we'll that. We'll try to break idea. the record and we'll get somebody crazy enough that we pay for everything else and they just sit in a room and do sweepstakes. <laughs> I'll, do I'll, do I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. You know what? I'll Let's have... just listen to the horror this man went through for an hour no. and we've got two who want to do it right yes. now. And we'll compete each other. Yes. Yes, Sumi. We'll go. Yes. Yep. Let's do it. Okay, so this is a tally of what he's won, and it's kind of like telling you where he's at, and he doesn't know that he's won yet at this point. Like, he win- wins just right after this, but he doesn't know, okay? So... <gasps> I don't know if you guys saw the eggplant emoji jumping around with him right there. Okay. Someone なすびはゴールしたことを全く気づいていない。早く知らせなくては。そこで。プロデューサー登場。いよいよなすびにゴールを知る瞬間が近づく。<笑> <laughs> shoot a firework in his face wake him up in the middle of the night shoot a firework in his face just so everyone's aware they also dropped a foot their uh i don't know if you caught that but they dropped it, it, the guy was carrying his uh torch or flashlight as we call it and right on his dick by accident like buddy i slipped whoops and drops it right on him so he wakes up to getting a hit in the junk and a fucking thing in the face uh firework in the face <laughs> しかしナスビはどうですか。なかなか気づいてくれない。あ。プロデューサーの仕事は続く。ストップ and he's sitting there like he's in a fetal position on the ground, like towering as if he's getting shot at. And he's like, I don't understand. What's this? Party popper? Correct, they say. <laughs> I don't understand. It's a party popper, okay? What are they used? 
I guess when you congratulate someone? Super correct! <laughs> then perhaps... I made a million yes! Super, super correct! Super correct! Hold on, wait a second, excuse me, he covers himself with this little fucking mat. For real? Really, truly, honestly, for real? Yep. And he's super happy. Oh, look super at that relieved. Nice. I did it! He's pumped! Thanks! Okay, he's reached his goal. He's reached his goal. Okay. My man, Soobs! Oh. Alright. Wow! Fantastic! He's gotten his goal, guys. And it's great. Then the producer... Gives him some clothes. Okay. 11 months and one day ago, I got naked. There are my clothes, right? It all began with this talk. Strip. Can I? Wear my clothes? You mean? Yep. The return of the clothes? Thank you for everything, is what he says. It's the real deal. I'll be, we'll be outside. The Subi pants, here we go. The moment he wears the pants, recertified as a member of modern society after 11 months. So, literally, like, just for the listening audience, with this, like, dramatic music, he's just putting on clothes. They're trying to, like, fucking stretch the comedy in this, but it keeps going. I mean, just... he's, he's given enough drama as it is. Look how fucking excited he is to put on pants. Did he not come yeah. with underwear? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. No wonder so... he didn't want to strip on the first episode. He's like, I'm not wearing underwear, yeah, and I don't want people to know that. I decided to freeball it today, and now this is the worst act. Today of, of all days... <laughs> yes. On the first day, they were probably like, "Well, if you've been wearing underwear, we'd love to keep it." So he puts on the clothes, and then he goes, "I, I skipped too far back." So he puts the clothes on. Pants <laughs> installation complete is what they say. Ramir and Asumi takes great pleasure in getting dressed one item at a time. When he finishes getting dressed, the morning has come. I finally made it. However, after Nasubi's body has a weird reaction, it's kind of itchy. So, he gets naked again. Actually, this feels best, he says. Back to being naked. Okay, look. So he gets. I gotta break this down a little bit because this isn't over. Uh, I'd like. I'd like to th make you guys think this is over, but really isn't. It keeps going. So, Nasubi gets this fucking ramen. Okay, it's his first like meal he's allowed to have that he doesn't have to win. Okay, so just watch his reaction to eating this fucking ramen. This is his prize number two. They bring him to South Korea. They give him some meat. 
第2弾は本場韓国で焼肉しかもうまい I'm just going to go through this. It's quicker to go through this way, but you guys get the point. They're brought to South Korea now for a trip. Okay, that's your second prize now. First prize was that fucking soup. Second prize, you get to go to Korea. So, uh huh. And get more food. Why, so why, food. why? And get more food. Oh, all, all, all expenses paid? Oh, yeah. They bring him on like a okay. trip. He has like a day out. Okay. Like, Give us, okay, so the Subi, okay, sorry, you got a question, Subi, before I go? No, I was just saying, and the third prize is a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Nasubi learns about his、uh, victory in the middle of the night when the producers wake him up again, showering him with streamers to celebrate his victory. Nasubi was given his clothes back and given some ramen.、Um, him eating the ramen was filmed without Nasubi's knowledge and turned into a very popular commercial later on.、Um, so after the ramen, Nasubi's once again blindfolded, dragged out to a car. At this point, viewership for the show is at about 17 million viewers per episode every Sunday. 17 wow. million. Uh, the highest watched Game of Thrones episode was 16.5 million viewers,、uh, just for some perspective. More popular than Game of Thrones.、Wow. Uh, so he's taken to a surprise fourth location, which they took off his blindfold. Now he's in South Korea. Nasubi was brought out on a day in the town. Some fun for a job well done. According to producers, that is.、Uh, Nasubi gets to eat some Korean barbecue, which he really wanted to do. They bring him to an amusement park. He's looking all crazy. They like, he just first day back in society, like, jump on a roller coaster. And he's like, looks crazy doing it, but he's having fun.、Um, he hasn't been, he's been grooming. Like, you guys could tell his hair is all fucking long and he's like bearded and stuff. So he has no like scissors or shavers or anything. So he just let himself go、uh, that way.、Uh, but he's fucking happy. He's having the greatest day of his life. They bring him fishing near the end of the day. Okay. After the fishing trip, the producers of the show blindfold him again and bring him to a new apartment and tell him to take his clothes off. And they say,、oh. if you want to make it back to Japan, you'll have to do the sweepstakes again and to earn a flight home. What the? <gasps> That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's bullshit. It's 17 million viewers, baby. Bullshit. That's, we're not stopping this. So, um, They put him in a, in a room.、Uh, they changed the rules, but the, the blindfold was removed. Nasubi immediately recognized his new room to be quite the same as the other ones a magazine rack, stacks of pre stamp postcards, a pen. But this time there was something else a Korean to Japanese dictionary because now he was in Korea and the sweepstakes were in a different language. No. Nasubi gets naked and gets to work. This、um, man. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. He's just like, all right, here we go again.、Yeah. He's probably But, like, thank God I'm naked again. Yeah, he, <laughs> where's my bag of rice? <laughs> <laughs> so he got all his stuff back in his room. So he had some rice from like that last bag of rice. So he's still, he's still got all his shit. So he's an experienced player at this point. You're right, Bo. He does crack his knuckles and says, let's fucking do this, right? So since he's an experienced player at this point, he made it his goal in two months. He made his goal in two months after 7,000 entries filled out and mailed. Since the goal well, was. Korea has better street sweepstakes. <laughs> it was only. He only needed to get a、uh, like business or what's the lowest class, economy class flight. Okay. So, cheapest okay. flight you could get. Okay. Yep. Right. <clears throat> so, two months it took him. Since the goal was achieved too quickly for the producers, they changed the rules again. No. He no. needed to make enough for business class. Uh, economy class too easy. So, which Nasu- it didn't take Nasubi long to earn the money for that either, like less than a month, I believe, to bump it up to that. 
So the producers changed the game again and forced him to earn enough money for a first-class ticket on Japan Airlines, um, which is basically another million. Like, it's not that much. It's like, it's fucking 50,000, I think, or 500,000 or something. And I can't remember exactly how much it was, but it's fucking outrageous. Like, making the game go on again. So he's at 11 months now, two months in for beating the first one. So he's at 13 months. Uh, Nasubi gets to work uh, and wins a bunch more stuff. Uh, one of the things he wins is a live octopus, which I find crazy. They just <laughs> puss, like, okay. Uh, to first eat. Class, honestly, yeah, yeah. First class wasn't going to take him long, honestly. I think it took him another two months. Uh, when he finally earned enough money for the first class ticket, 15 months since the beginning of this journey, he was blindfolded clothed and brought to another secret location oh. you could tell at this point nasubi's lost all hope uh when his blindfold was, when his when his blindfold <laughs> was removed uh nasubi was in another apartment back in japan oh wait hang on hang on sorry so he also by this point has given up 15 months of his life and he knows that he's gonna get everything that he's won so now he's got too much invested so leaving is like, leaving would yeah. not make sense. Like exactly. you got You're nothing lose to show. The, what, what am I going to do with my PlayStation? I don't have a PlayStation anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So well, he's like not even a functioning member of society. He doesn't even have a home at this point. Yeah. He's, he's definitely evicted, but people know who he is. Like everybody in Japan knows who he is. He's super famous, yeah. like ultra famous. Can so me and people... all my sweepstakes shit that you could clearly see in that video was like taking up half his room, move into your house and all of Japan would be like, <laughs> oh my God, yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, to a point, yeah, for sure. They you could can probably... move in with me and my mom and my dad and my grandma and my grandpa, and my great grandma and my great grandpa <laughs> and my eighteen kids. Racist. Yeah. Mm. So he was all off. this time in Korea <laughs> playing all these games, and he didn't even win a Lelantra or nothing like a Sonata. Nothing. Nothing good. Yeah. Nothing good. Excuse me. Did I not hear live octopus? Yeah, he, he got a live <laughs> octopus. Exactly. He, he did get a live octopus. You, you can't drive. <laughs> you can't this. drive a live octopus. Yeah, that's true. You could fuck it though. Yeah, you yeah. could. <laughs> Best right. head ever he got. Yeah, they're like obsessed with tentacles over there, dude. Oh yeah, he probably had the time of his life. Uh, yeah. So when he's back in this new apartment, he's he, they take his blindfold off. Before anybody says anything to Nasubi, he gets naked, as if by <laughs> instinct. Okay. <laughs> Nasubi didn't know this was actually the end of the game. The apartment they put him, there. The apartment they put him in uh, this time was just a stage prop. So he was inside what was wrapped up like a giant present on a giant stage of an audience of over a thousand. And he's naked. And the Gosh. present, the present stage prop thing that he's inside of is collapsible. So after Nasubi's fully ready to get to work, meaning his balls are touching the ground, uh, the walls of the apartment fall. <laughs> reveal a huge studio audience of a thousand people. This was supposed to be his victory show, and the Subi got nude. Now uh, it's his dictory show. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you when the Subi wins. Uh, what yes! it looks like from his standpoint, or I guess from everybody's standpoint that was there. So I just want you guys to know this is like the saddest part of the whole thing to me is this part of it. So I'm going to give you guys the prep of that. I know you guys are going to change it to like, Oh, look at him. He's hilarious, but it is actually fucking very sad. <laughs> um, he says while laughing. Well, it's super sad for sure. 
It's just I've watched it so many times it's turned into humor. Like it's you know what I mean? I've watched it like a hundred times. <laughs> That's a producer arrives. Holding a light, producer searches for Nasubi. What's with the job music? Nasubi sighted. Oh some guys they're like Yeah, sorry, that was the one. I thought it was that one. Yeah, they dropped the flashlight on his last one. Oh, um, Right on his junk, too. You can see it fall right that on That was so funny. The room is dark, and there's just this floating cartoon eggplant, and the subtitles yeah. say, Nasubi sighted. <laughs> With jaw music playing, by the way. Yeah. Like a shark coming out of water. Oh, oh no! Not on my dick. Uh. <laughs> oh, that is not a small torch. So they're just saying Nasubi's gonna be wearing headphones and eye mask, and the whole crowd's laughing at like an animation of it happening. So they're just explaining there's gonna be a countdown when he finally takes his blindfold off, and then at the end of the countdown, it'll pop open. We're explaining to the audience this before Nasubi gets in. Alright, so they're being very quiet. Nasubi's here now. They're whispering. He's like walking blindfolded up into the fucking, like, my god. Naked. No, I don't think he's. Yeah. No, he's not naked. They gave him clothes. Just instinct naked. They're sitting there going, <laughs> laughing on the outside of it. After this, the Naked After Festival's greatest highlight will begin. Three, They're just showing it from like ten different angles. He's not making that sound of ten times. Nasubi, congratulations for reaching your goal. And they shoot a bunch of confetti in the air. Thousand people cheering. He doesn't know where the fuck he is. Look at him. That is trauma. He's looking around like he, like he's so confused. Doesn't know what's going on at all. People are yelling, "Well done, Nasubi! Well done!" Now they're gonna come interview him like they're David Attenborough going up to a fucking wild animal. 
Rock's hand is frozen. He's frozen in shock. Applause, Nasubi, congratulations. Oh, that's now he looks behind him, he sees that he's on a big screen behind him. He's like, where's that coming from? What's going on? He's still confused. Then he looks, he finds the camera. Oh, man. He goes, okay, that camera. That's going, okay. Okay. Then he realizes the two hosts oh, are there. Oh, the poor dude. They walk up to him like they're fucking, like, crocodile hunter. Uh, sorry, please excuse us. This is the hosts. Get down on their knees. Nasubi's first thing he says is the house collapsed. Then all these people, he says. Why are they laughing, he says. <laughs> Do you know where you are right now? Or you know where this is right now? Do you know where this is right now? The other host. <laughs> they finally tell him, dude, you won. That's why you're here. Oh, that woman's. There, he that still looks confused. Like, what do you mean? Just clicked on. All, all these guests have come to the arena to see Nasubi reach his goal. To see you reach your goal. They're the reason they're here. As guests, they're guests to see you, Nasubi. Is that so, huh? And then he kind of clicks. So that's why we're all here? Nasubi, you reach your goal. Oh, is that true? Yeah! Then he realized it's over. So, I a little bit here because, like, did you see how long that was between him being, like, exposed to that and, like, finally his brain catching up to what was going on? That's super sad to me. That was, like, fucking, like, you just almost broke that guy. Like, he was one, like, sweepstake away from fucking becoming a sweepstake yeah. man. Yeah. Not, not really. You see him later in life. Like, I'll talk about him a bit now. The days he's still around. I think he's slow. Could be. No, I like I'm not like not like disabled exactly, but I think no, just a, a simple, yeah, a simple boy. Yeah. I feel uh, like he was just so disconnected from everything that he just not even. That's to another realize. thing too. I wonder if he had this moment where he yeah, was like, they, "Is this been happening oh, the whole time? Have I always big. been here what? in this studio full of thousands of people? Were they always outside the walls? Yeah." That's another thing too exactly. is you wouldn't expect anybody to be freaking out and cheering exactly. for him because yeah. he doesn't know that anybody's seen this. Yeah, he doesn't know that anybody has known what he's been going through or paying attention to him at all. And now he's seeing all these people. And yeah, they did laugh, but they like they were excited and happy for him. Yeah, that and like realizing going back and thinking over your last year and a bit of what the stupid shit you did do, right? Like, sure, they're all happy for him, but that doesn't mean I wanted you to see me take a dump. Like, I don't really give a fuck if you're happy about this. Like, I couldn't wipe my ass for 10 months. 
you know, like I'd be pissed. Like, I don't care, but that's what the next part of the show is. Like, I'm not going to show any more of it. Cause it's just drags on a little bit, but like, they just tell Masubi, like, you're a big star, man. You're one of the biggest stars in Japan. And he t- tries to get a grip of that. Uh, they tell him about how his journal had already been published and it's a bestseller. So they took his journal and made it a bestseller. Um, so you're about to get a bunch of money from that royalties from that. All right. Uh, you know, when you ate that ramen, remember when you ate that mm-hmm. ramen after the winning the first contest, uh, that, that became a huge yeah, soup commercial yeah. in Japan. So you're going to get a bunch of money for that now too. Uh, the website for the live stream brought in a ton of money, yeah. which he was owed. So they told him like, you're going to get actually a bunch of money out of this and your face is known universally across Japan at this point. So, yeah, look at all this. Then he slowly starts to realize he's not. He doesn't even really realize he's been on live. He gets that things have happened, but he didn't understand the whole thing's been live till. But almost you could see it right at the end of the thing. I'm not really going to go into it because he's not. He just gets like I've been live. He says it, and then that's the end of it. Like that's yes, you have been. He's like oh my god, and he kind of gets a little bit of a sadness realization. But he says uh, like his last thing he says basically is like I'm so shocked I can't express what I feel because I think he still had to like sort through the emotion of the whole thing that day um like i said 17 Mm -hmm. million viewers each sunday when the episodes aired by the end of the show nasubi had entered seventy five thousand contests and he'd barely spoken to anyone in 15 months um that goes that works out to 50 or 1250 contests per week on average uh 200 entries per day Wow. And Susunu, Susunu Denpa Shonen or Sweepstakes Life or whatever had three more seasons, like I said. Um, it ended up being canceled in 2002 as a government crackdown on shows involving its explicit nature or torture themed shows. Um, for the first six months of being back in the normal world, Nasubi complained about being too sweaty in clothes. And for a long time after that, he had a hard time having conversations with real people. Isn't he like completely rich though? To a point, yeah. So why does he need to wear clothes? That's true. You could be that guy. I just don't wear clothes. Sorry, hang on. How, like, how rich are we not, talking? Not like... like, yes, rich, but like, remember he got exposure out of that. Like, he just got the commercial and the exposure, like, helped him, and he did. Like, we'll talk about what he did. He's not super rich. He's like average actor rich. He got a shit ton of money then, but really nothing since. So he's been living off of like. Exactly. Does he have to work? I would say pro- he has jobs. He does have jobs, but they're not like, oh, it's not like he goes and clocks in at nine to five. He has like specific, very specific jobs. You'll see. Oh, wow. So he does have to wear clothes. Yeah. That sucks. So he's, he's done. a. Will this job require clothes? Cause that won't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's really I limiting do. his job market opportunities, isn't he? Yeah. Oh my God. It would be the best thing in the world if he became an, Eggplant driver. <gasps> You're gonna fight. Or oh. farmer. <laughs> yes. And he would say, "This was the this eggplant exactly the same size that they covered my dick with on episode number seventy-two. <laughs> that I was in Korea getting fucked by an octopus." <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's taken us his. his ordeal and turn it into kind of a career like he's done a bit of television and theater he voiced in a few japanese video game characters uh but he's he's just kept his like being famous alive like he climbed mount everest in 2016 after two failed attempts two years the two years before and in 2020 
He became a Japanese spokesperson for self-isolation during the COVID-19 pandemic. So, like, Masui's like, you know what? I'm going to go cash in on this fucking pandemic like everybody else. Absolutely. You yeah. know what his tip number one was? To no get clothes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last I saw, he is, this is his job. He is the ambassador of the Fukushima Tourism Exchange. Uh, of Fukushima pre- Prefecture. He's the ambassador of Mountain Day, which is a national holiday in Japan. He's a special instructor of Ura Bandai School of Furano Shin Juku and ambassador of the Mr. Adatera Tourism. So he's like a tourism guy. He just brings in people. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, Nasubi. I, like, obviously, the question in this is like, should they have done this? Like, the ethical question of this is like, should this have even happened? Um, no, I don't know. He wasn't locked in. Oh. He's the idiot for not opening the door when he got mad. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, so they uh, ask him. You go, Celeste. I'll, I'll give. I'll give you this, and we'll talk about it. So he, they ask Nasubi after the show was over, why did he just leave? And Nasubi says there were two reasons. First off, he was naked, so he didn't want to go out in public. Very uh, Japanese of him. Like I'm not going to show my junk off. Very. Very humble or whatever, doesn't want to show off. I feel like that's not Japanese people. I feel like most people don't want to go outside when no, they're but... naked, but weird, <laughs> weird stereotyping no, that you just it's did. like okay. the extra honor of the whole thing. You see, get seen naked outside here. Yeah. It'd be a ha ha joke. In Japan, you probably get fired and your family's fucking bent for 10 weeks, yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I get your perspective. Yeah, no, I'd get fired from my job too if I wanted to around <laughs> naked. But if you went and explained it, like I've been stuck in this room, I thought I was gonna win a bunch of money, but all they would give me is fucking dog food. I had to leave. Like you might, like there, you'd probably be like your whole family be shunned. Anyway, so that's his yeah. thinking. I don't think that would happen. I think he would have left, and everyone would have been like, "Ah, you lost the show. Did for, did that for nothing." But he still, he could have left a bunch of times. He still would have been famous because people are still watching it, right? But he didn't know that. Yeah. Um. The the other reason. Yeah, but like he he left everything. He left everything to do this. Everything. Yeah, I agree. It's not very smart. So he so, really got nowhere to go. This was like heavy manipulation. He didn't have a lot of choices at this yeah. point. No, for sure. I agree. The second reason that he said he didn't want to go was more important to him too. He said was honor. And it's the fact that he said he was mm. going to do it. So he did it. He admits, uh, he also admits that his life is a lot easier now than it was before he went in there. Like he has a lot more opportunity than he would have had before. So he does consider it a mm. good thing that happened to him to a point. Uh, so yeah, he he's got a, quite a bit of money. He's like living off of it now, ish. Like he still does all this ambassadorship, but I don't think that's like a full time job, you know. So yeah, th- should this have happened? I I I don't know. I say yes because he didn't leave, but like, no, I agree. Ah, it's okay. fucking sad as shit. I'm telling you, I watched this shit and I was like, the the these uh sound effects are getting a little old. Like I kept thinking that in my head, like the wah wahs and everything are like, dude, this guy's like crying. <laughs> Let's leave him alone. <laughs> I so, think for so go you go submit. Oh, I was just saying with Japanese standard, I feel like it's okay for that kind of show to come in that time and do that kind of thing. But I think poverty would be one of the things too. He needs the money. He was an actor, I guess he did it, and then he had million yens to be come up. Man, that's that's good amount. So I think maybe that's what the motivation was. I don't know. I, I think so. He could leave at any point. So the fact of the matter is he wasn't being held at gunpoint. He wasn't being told that his his family was going to get murdered or or whatnot if he left. I think the bits that I 
would question is the fact that he wasn't being told he was live streamed. So I think if he was, mm-hmm. he needed to be told he was live streamed and then they lied to him in another time. What did they, they lied to him it about being over, else. but I think a changing yeah, the rules. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now you need money for a flight. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know about changing the rules. I think that's fine. Right. I think, I think that's fine. But there was something else that I remember you saying, Richard, that they lied to about. So I think if he was told that he was being live streamed and there was another, and that, that other lie didn't occur, I, I don't know, like, I'm not sure that this is actually unethical. I'm not sure that we, he shouldn't, this shouldn't have happened. I think he had the opportunity to leave and yes, honor was very important to him, but like there's still the choice. No one held him against his will. There was still consent every day when he didn't walk out of the door. It's true though, but. And it, if he was super. I was just going to say, it's like telling a cult member they have to leave the cult. Like you don't understand there's other ways. You know what I mean? It's just the way you're, you're brought up or the way you are. There's like, yes, you understand that it's there, I, but you think of the ramifications within their culture where for our culture, it's like, Sure, I'll be shamed by my grandma for a couple of years. She'll she'll come around. There, it's like I can't even come home anymore or something. You know what I mean? Like honor is a big thing. But everything that you've said post the thing makes me agree with Celeste that he's probably a little bit more simple, um, not so entrepreneurial or like critical thinking or like um, taking like grab hold of opportunities because realistically with the level of fame that he got and even the big influx of capital into him even though it wasn't like live for the rest of your life without money without working sort of situation he still had enough that he would have been able to propel himself to the upper echelon of Japan if he'd been smart post this situation but it really feels like he didn't take that option right so I think He's he's not exactly the sharpest tool in the shed and not saying he's handicapped, just saying I don't think he thought like entrepreneurially, I guess. So I feel like maybe if it was a different person, I don't know. I, I don't feel, I don't have a problem with this personally because he had the option to leave. Yeah. I, 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 if they would have been above board, I think I'd agree with you now that I think about it, but they didn't tell him all this stuff. Go live streaming and shit. That's real. That's important. That's a big one. It's very important to the. No, I agree. It's if they had told him live streaming, I would have, if I, if they had told him, because realistically, if you think about it, knowing what culture he comes from, seeing him in his journey that you've taken us through now, if they told him he was live streaming and honor was this most important thing, he may have taken his option to leave. Yeah but he didn't know. So I think the whole actual problem with this is that they did, they lied to him about a couple of things, changing the rules, whatever. If he, he knew what he was in, in for, he knew that they could change the rules. He knew that they could do things like pop put poppers in his eyes at, two, at midnight, but like he still chose to stay. If he'd known about the live streaming and still chosen to stay, I think the whole thing would have been really above board. But yeah, that would have been a different complete. This episode went to like, probably happened had it that been the case right yeah because probably wouldn't have been as popular a lot of even if he did stay it would have been different because he would have been acting differently so like well that's the that's the thing like he is were people watching because they didn't because he didn't know he was being live streamed or were they watching just because he was interesting to 100 percent because he didn't know in my opinion, because like it changed, like when he win prizes, he would jump for joy and do shit. You wouldn't do like, I'm just saying like, he would just be weird. I disagree. I, I, 
I, so I disagree in terms of he still would have been going through the same thing. Like, regardless of whether I was being like thinking about myself, right? If I'm starving, okay. I don't I don't care if the um there's cameras on me. If I want a fucking bag bag of rice, I'd be jumping for joy. Like, I I I disagree slightly only because of the extremes he was pushed to. He still would be. But you joyful. think you'd be talking to the 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 action figure, calling him a sensei? Be like, people are gonna think I'm crazy. You think you'd be walking around the room with a bike, like I'm driving my bike in the city, and then just making like weird shit? I don't think you'd be doing all that well, stuff. I, mean, I don't if, think you would have played the video game for four days straight before he realized. Well, I mean, if we think about if the other thing, if we think about it, right? He's so isolated, and there's only so much that your brain can tolerate, like being that isolated. For example, right? Like there would be times where he would be either forgetting or like his brain would be prioritizing his survival right over being filmed. So he still would have gone into survival mode regardless of whether he knew the cameras were filming him or not. But I, he so, wasn't in survival mode the whole time though. That's what I'm saying. In the first couple of weeks. No, no, that's and, the whole time. He kept being yeah, popular the... though, Bo. So it's not like survival mode is there. It was just like, I'm by myself. I want to win this game. I can't leave. Like I, I taking advantage. I think Celeste had it the best taking yeah. advantage of someone's like, like desperate to succeed like and also think about your dad who didn't want you to do it right to begin with and then like this is a big fuck you to my dad i can like be really good at this my dad's gonna see you know that's the other part of it right like if we've he likes you guys were saying he was desperate to succeed right he wanted to be successful he wanted to have the exposure if he knew he was being filmed he could have he he would have been he would have had a different mindset and he would have been he potentially i don't know don't know him personally but he potentially wanting that fame and success could have put on a better show i don't think he was capable of putting on a better show we saw how yeah creative we're talking he is. about someone who seems that a little bit simple <laughs> <laughs> i and i'm not saying dumb i'm just saying you know country country bumpkin sort of simple things in life is what he comes across as, especially post this situation, not chasing that money that he could have, like, could have invested. He could have put his face. I feel like I feel like honestly, I feel like he did pretty well for himself. After honestly, he's not gonna. He tried to keep acting, and he wasn't that guy. He really wasn't. I think he got the best deal he probably could have ever gotten in his life. I agree with you. I don't think he would have ever. They just took him because he was you're probably a dumb dumb. You're probably right. Like, I think you guys are 100% correct on that. Like, this guy's dumb enough to stay. And they just took him. Well, then, and also the outcome versus, like, the the reward versus the risk, right? He had he did 15 months. So we're, we're assuming that he does a couple of jobs. He's got his royalties, all of that sort of stuff. He's still super famous. So he's not struggling, right? He's, at, at, at worst, he's upper middle class, at worst, right? So... He's the rest. So 15 months of his life versus the next 30 being very comfortable, very popular, being able to make a difference. Like he was the ambassador for people during COVID. Who knows how many people he kept saying like his 15 months worth 30 years of prosperity, setting his family up. I would do it. I, I, I don't know. It's hard for me. Cause like, you don't know if you cannot make that decision, then yes. But you didn't have to make that decision. You just thought you were gonna maybe be on a TV show if you succeeded. Then maybe it would be yeah, successful. And this could have gone yeah, could have went nowhere. And he still spent 10, 15 months there, and all he got was a couple bags of rice and then quit because he sucked. That's like he could have thought that like maybe this no one's gonna even like this. You know, I have no issues with the premise. I just think that 
there were lines that were crossed that shouldn't have been crossed that shouldn't have been allowed to be crossed by producers basically by people using their money to make people who want or need for something humiliate themselves in order to get what it is that they want I without knowing that people are watching that's the problem i have with it like that's among the problems i have with it but uh, i mean even fucking mckamey will puts it on the thing that you might be live streamed you know it is mckamey better than these producers probably but (laughs) the problem for me is just that like giving him no food that's a problem for me because this could have gone very differently for his health would they have been held any kind of accountable if he ended up in the hospital or if he had a heart condition that nobody knew about and he him starving himself killed him you know Mm. you said a later season somebody did die so did they nobody there any consequences nobody died what i'm saying is if somebody they would have kept going oh they could have died like easily they just would have not fed them and kept the power off and i mean even yeah even even in um, Survivor, you're sent in with a bag of rice and some beans. So there's like a baseline that's lifted far above where they put him in, right? If you're talking exactly. like if you if you have any sort of comparisons to this day and age in Survivor, right? Putting them in, the, in a situation where they have to survive, the minimum that they have is a thing of water, rice, and some beans. Well, and, and they like, came there knowing that they are there to survive. Yeah. He came there not knowing what he was even like auditioning for. And then they're like, okay, now you're entirely responsible for providing for yourself with these sweepstakes, which could work out, could potentially not work out. But the, we... but the problem is he could have left. <laughs> he's, yeah, every he day that he but... stayed there was a choice. Agreed. I do agree. But my problem <laughs> is that this is, this is prostitution, okay? So it's people well, who are desperate and need for something are using you know are, are taken advantage of by people who have money or have whatever it is that they want in this case he really wants to succeed in his craft he's going to keep doing what these people want him to do because they've promised him at the end of the day what it is that he wants or at least a step towards what he wants well then if we're going down that path it comes down to the value of what he's willing to give up right like if you're talking about prostitution as a as a mirror parallel parallel thank you (laughs) (laughs) um you know Mm -hmm. putting people in a desperate situation there is and I can say this having been homeless having been hungry that is a line that personally for me I wouldn't cross because that's where my like my value for it is higher but if for it say for example their value is that they can get their value to, to um reward they they are willing to do it his value lay low laid so so much in what he wanted that he was willing to still choose that every day so i think going down to the comparison of what is most valuable to them you can you can probably put money on a bet that he would make similar decisions in similar situations regardless of what it was because of where the value lay I have issues with reality TV as a whole, personally. Not that, I mean, I have no control over it and it's going to happen. I just think that exploiting people in that way is, I I just, I don't think it's cool, personally. I think that people should just, they shouldn't want so badly for things, money especially. They shouldn't want so badly for things that they're willing to do things like that. I think that's just a societal issue as a whole. But as far as this, my issue is that they didn't give him what he needed to survive. 
that was the mm. biggest issue for me is that they didn't give him any food and they would have been happy to give him no food if the crew hadn't stepped in yeah, and even when he started getting food they were like sure eat the dog food that doesn't have any fda standards what's the worst that could happen yeah eat the eat the grainy Sorry, fucking it's... rice yum have fun with that or nobody's Sorry. nobody's ever lived on a diet of this fiber sludge or whatever the fuck it is that he's drinking. Let's just make him have, you know, nothing but that for three weeks and see how it goes. That's the kind of shit that's just, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. It shouldn't be allowed to happen. Yeah. If so they were giving him basic means of survival, now, who the fuck cares? There are, uh, I'll just attack this to the end of this. There are conspiracies about this show um, that... Wait, 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 Richard, just before you, right, Richard, just before you, Sumit, do you have any opinion? Well, I, I, I completely agree with both of you. I also feel that there should be some kind of cultural pressure to, I don't know, maybe because Japanese culture is really um, very hierarchy based. So I think they also used it in a way to kind of show how young people they don't know the experience. They don't know the wisdom. They don't know how to deal with this. And the, mm. the older people were the producers and things like and that. That factor was there too. But again, I don't want to be controversial. I just, I feel like you're right, Celeste. They should have been given at least survival, right? At least mm. survival. At least, I don't even know what what's the point of taking the clothes out. Like, why? What, what's that what's too that's another thing that i agree with there was no point in him being naked right from the uh, it was the birth of the eggplant emoji so i feel like that's important to all of us now sure i mean cultural yeah. uh he's fucking michelangelo <laughs> but <laughs> so, okay so here's a here's a question right before richard takes it uh, takes that next step so the question if we were to take that and put it in today the things that we would like you would basically go to someone you we want to say, basically you change the premise right instead of being a trick you go can this person survive like you go to the, so i'm sitting in front of submit and i'm like do you want to go into a room and see if you can live for a year or whatever see for how long you can live off of sweet steaks um and clothes left on obviously um we're going to limit everything that we can everything that we do to intervene because we want it to be organic as possible we'll give you basic survival so we'll give you some rice and beans for example no racial in, in, in we'll give you some curry but the <laughs> you you're going to go in there and try and win as much as you possibly can you can leave any point in time but we want to see what happens and do you agree would that cover all in today to do it yeah i think so that's yeah, the biggest thing yeah. for me is he's put in the position and then asked if he wants to do it where he has to think about it when mm. he's already in there in the thick of it doing it that's not that's not yeah, they, how anybody they got him in a joyous moment and then too, once he started right? they, they caught him in a yeah. joyous what? moment too right when he picked his name exactly he's like, yeah and then he'll probably say yes to anything at that point uh, until he yeah and then so once he coming... started he's like well i'm already naked on the camera so i guess I am already so, naked on the camera. So as 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 most things in our life, it comes down to knowing consent about what is happening. And then if you say yes to that, everything that happens after that is fair game. You get naked and start dancing around the apartment. You agreed to this. You knew what you were stepping into. We're going to live stream that. You know it. Yeah. Again, I completely agree, except that if even if he agrees to do it with no food, that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, you should stash Even some. You should stash some like no in food. a floorboard or something, so we can at least find it if he's hungry enough. It'll be there. Yeah, or have some yeah, puzzles. Like, 
Yeah. There's a so hint. the first puzzle before you get the sweepstakes is to go in and find the food. And then once you find the food, we'll give you the magazines and the other stuff. And then obviously, you know, if he takes too long to find it, he's taking weeks or whatever. Like don't make the puzzles too hard. But like he has to find the puzzles to get the food, to then get the magazines, to then do the sweepstakes. Like, yeah, so it comes down to minimum minimum of survival and informed consent would make this experiment incredible to watch from a human I disagree though I, I, point of view I disagree though I think it, I think it changes I think the reason it has that weird thing to it is the fact that it's unobserved human being recorded unknowing unknowing mm-hmm. ob- observation of a man because as soon as people well no he knew he was being recorded he just didn't know yeah. it would all could be put, live streamed mm-hmm. he could also cover all the cameras whenever he wanted to and do whatever the fuck he like all the ones he had he know about because he didn't know there was fucking cameras everywhere he had the two cameras in his uh that were just recording there were other oh i well, didn't yeah, know that he had just the two cameras that were recording that he had to change the tapes With for the tapes, yeah. yeah and then there was other cameras in the fucking house too that he just didn't know they existed i didn't think about that yeah. but yeah so i i think that changes honestly that like human behavior changes while being observed it's just a, like that's a thing right so mm-hmm. well then did we learn anything like if we're looking at the the human behavior side of things like the and that's not that's where ethics comes into it. I get it. But then this whole thing is unethical because if we're talking about being able to absorb, absorb, observe, my God, human behavior, there's nothing that we learned. Yeah, it's like it, you could see what they're trying to get at, though. Like if you look at the later seasons, like especially the last season where you only get a portion of your face get shown every week as you your baseball team wins. So like. So you don't even, you get, don't even exposure. get your exposure anymore. So like now they're trying to see how far someone mm. will go without fucking exposure, like on the f- pure luck of a baseball game. Like uh, I can see what they're trying to do, but like, and the guy wanted to see, he even says that the producer guy says like, I wanted to see like what, uh, how a human would like, what kind of thing they would rise to in a situation like that. Like how someone would rise to the occasion. But like, I think that's all horseshit. Like, I just think like it was yeah, you're just getting ratings and you just kept like upping the ante. You weren't thinking ahead. No, yeah, I completely agree. You wouldn't change the rules and also you would have, like, if that was the case, you would have a bunch of people who are far more knowledgeable about human behaviour and human, like, uh, situation than a producer of a TV show. Like, it was all about ratings and that's horseshit. He wasn't there uh, to see how human behaviour came. Agreed. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's, it's like a flash in the pan. You can never do it again. I don't think you could ever recreate that with, like, rules because it wouldn't be the same. I think it would... Be a lot. Right. It's only are they going to serve like face penalties for this once it's already done, and by then it's like whatever. And it's a cultural thing too. Like for me, like would this have ever happened here? Is a huge. I think I don't think it ever would have. Just like no. this is this is the country that brought you seppuku. You know they don't quit. They're not quitters. So let me let me let me tell you a couple other things. So they had a show that was kind of like a spinoff of uh our our susu susunu. Electric, electric sweepstakes, sweepstakes. Live um, yeah. but it was more yeah. like a like a jackass kind of show where they would get contestants to go do something ridiculous in like just a scene right it wouldn't be like a full season of it it would be like five second clips or 20 second clips or two minute clips or something right and yeah one of them and this is like it's this is what i'm saying maybe it would be kind of here because it's just like jackass it's not the same as jackass but it is jackass where it's just clips of people doing dumb shit but it would be just random people. So they've got the one, it's the Aussies. This is an Aussie one. They sent one of the guys to Australia. And I only heard about this from my buddy, Mark, that I talked about earlier. Cause he, he 
he said, I knew about this. They got this. He told me this. I'm like, what? I, that's not what I'm talking about at all. I had to go look it up after. So I didn't get too deep into this, but we can either cut this out or just like, because right, I don't know how accurate I'm going to be for remembering this. But they had like the clip show. So they took these guys, these Japanese dudes, sent them in an Australian bar, like a gay bar. And they were like, go give out co uh, condoms and say you're here to stop AIDS. And this is like 19 or 2000, 2001. So like apparently, and I should pull it up on fucking wiki. So just so I can read it to you real quick. But apparently the guy started getting assaulted. Like the Japanese dude get assaulted by one of the big dudes in Australia, and they got him on camera, like getting like sexually assaulted, and the guy screaming and no one helping him. Like people on the cameras not helping or anything. This is why I think like, like does that sound real? Not really. You know, it sounds like it's made up, like a made up skit that they like. I'm gonna go be tr like give old condoms, and some gay guy is gonna beat me up for saying AIDS around him. Like I don't think that's real. So was he assaulted or sexually, sexually assaulted? assaulted? That's what they're saying. Getting oh, raped on the fucking camera is basically what they're saying. Got raped. They could they put down the camera and you could just hear him getting fucked up, fucked in the back, and no one helped them. They just ran away. Like hate, Sorry. like hate raped. Like I'll teach you yes. about AIDS or yes. like. Oh my yes. god, that's it doesn't sound real. It doesn't intense. sound real. That's the thing. It sounds super fake, and that's that also sounds. It's like sorry, like it's specifically designed to demonize homosexuals. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. Like it sounds like it's like a early like. 2000s i don't know how japan was with fucking but like i know everyone all my friends were calling each other fags so, and stuff like that like it wasn't a thing now like it is now it's not the same as it is now no even in even so if you uh like i watched a now elliot page was ellen page when she did it um gaycation series on sbs um and they um went to japan and it's still quite underground there like trans even though their their underground is quite above ground for the rest of the world so like all their hentai and all of that sort of stuff all the rest of the world knows about it it's still over there culturally inappropriate so she was um she, and i'm trying to be respectful elliot was ellen back there so i'm going to refer to her as she because she was in there with a friend of hers but she um went through and the only way that they could find gay places is in the underground in japan so and that was in 2015 so the, maybe exactly so like that feels like it's a haha funny joke gay guy raped you like that's what you get for going into a gay bar and like it's stupid you know what i mean it's, it's like a dumb premise for a joke it feels like a joke so that's why there are conspiracy theories about this uh show in total where it was all set up it was all and uh, Subi knew exactly what was going to happen. He went in there. Oh, uh, no. Whenever he put in all the sweepstakes, they would just deliver stuff in the nick of time, whatever he needed. That's why it was very convenient. He got like a VCR. He got a PlayStation. A couple months after yeah. getting all this stuff. Well, why would they extend it then? Because the, the ratings that, were so high. That, my, so was he that good of an yeah, actor? Is he actually stupid? Or is he that good of an actor that he pulled this whole nah. thing off? There's a bunch of people that say it's set up. It's it not me who's saying it. I, I think it's real. But there are yeah. a lot of conspiracy theorists yeah. out there saying this whole thing was set up. He would have never died. He knew exactly what was going on the whole time. They extended it on purpose. But he did physically lose a bunch of weight. You he saw did, it. Yep, for sure. Yes. But then again, so do actors like if you saw um, uh, Christian Bale do the ma machinist, he lost. For sure. He went down to for 30 sure. something, 40 something kilos. So, yeah, in a safe way, not like live on TV on like an expedite. Over two schedule. weeks. Like yeah, but if it, if it was if it was set up that and he that ate is dog, food. dog food, I agree. no, yeah, I don't or was think it dog was. Food? I agree with you, Richard. Did anybody else taste that dog food? Was it a bag of dog food with chips in it? You know, like was it really dog food? Like I understand what you're saying. I agree that it's real, but I understand why conspiracy mm. theorists would say that this shit was all made up and it was a good show because of that. And if 
Some of it was faked, a hundred percent. Some of it was faked. I'm pretty sure, like the noodle guy showing up, one hundred percent. But that's like set that up to, to fucking piss oh, off. Yeah. I don't think he. Yes, I don't think he was in on exactly. anything. But yes, I think a bunch of it was for sure. It's like Truman Show in that regard. Like they would send people just yeah. to add drama to the show. Like he hasn't had food yet. Let's fucking send food to his door. Ha <laughs> ha. Like. Did he get a live squid or did somebody be like, let's just give him a live squid. We're at the end of this. Let's jump the shark on this. Let's jump the squid on this bitch. You know, let's send him something ridiculous. Yeah. Like some stuff. Let's and the whole time the he was in this bitch. <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. I, I, so if like, let's pretend that's true. I think it's one of the greatest performances of all time. And he should fucking probably go down as one of the best actors in Japanese history. But I don't think that's true. I think he's like that. The, you seeing him finally figure out that he was on a live television the whole time was sad. And like, could someone act that, that well? Maybe. I don't think so though. I don't, I, like, <laughs> I don't think so. I, you, you, you know, my fa- fa- fascination with like people's mentality and all that sort of stuff. Like for me, this whole story is absolutely fascinating. And that like watching him, like there was, I, I, I don't know if you're able to fake the level of shock. Cause you can see his eyes change when he turns around and looks at the TV and then looks back at the camera. Like he's he's come back, his cognitive faculties are coming back to him. We've got some synapses firing at that point. Like he was in such shock. You could see it in his eyes until he turns around and sees the camera. I don't so know if that's, that's I mean. physically possible so for that's someone. That's the end of the episode that to... I have, but I mean that's where I sit. I don't know. That's a good one. This is this is fantastic, Richard. Thank you. I saw that. Uh... I can't and you know it. what? You look great today. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You're I welcome. brushed my mustache and everything for you guys. Oh, did you manscape? Yeah. I like the um the um beanie black beanie look. Thank you. You look like, you look you look Thank you. Exactly what I was going Boom. for. Bump a clot. Yeah. Was that racist? Brap, yeah. brap. Was that racist? Do I get on the racist counter for doing like Jamaican racism ah! shit? This isn't even about Jamaica. No, no. fuck. You can't be racist against Jamaica. God damn it. I think I Why might not? get a ticket. Lot of mercy. <laughs> <laughs> we did really well, considering. I think we did really well. We only got eleven. Oh, so oh, awesome. not bad. Oh, <laughs> we got to up it. I'm up. disappointed. No, yeah. good for us. We got like hey, twenty-four when we were doing submit. Anatoly. So yeah, we got to do submit. more. Send yeah. me, send me butter chicken. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you go. My pizza is here, so I'm going to eat some pizza. I have a big meeting tomorrow, too, so i got to prep for that. All right, uh, love you. Have love a good day. Enjoy. I'm so glad you finally came back. You have to come back yeah. more often. Sign. I will anytime, any day, any moment, 100%. That's what you said before, and then you never came back. <laughs>
Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah, easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the Dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. I'm straight when it comes to humans, but fucking gay from old people.